Are you even listening uh, to Doughboys again? Is that what this is about? Uh, no, I'm watching. No, I, it's the new I don't YouTube know if I explained this context oh. while we were recording, but I am watching a challenge video where this man eats a lot of endless shrimp. Um, at Red Lobster. That's no big deal. I could eat an endless amount of shrimp. But yeah. They're up to uh, 500 calories each. Old claim. That's not not I could eat a certain amount. I could eat shrimp in, like for the rest of my life. So you're saying an endless amount? No, it's not a big deal. What I'm saying is that an endless isn't that much. An infinite <laughs> amount simply isn't that big of an amount to eat. I mean, you could have more. You could have two infinites. I could have two infinites. That would be a lot. I want, say, infinite plus one amount of shrimp. All right, no infinite need to brag. Okay. <laughs> infinite oh, and beyond. Sick. It was cool and everyone clapped. <laughs> $30 for the live action Mulan on Disney Plus. You oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For Disney Plus. Yeah, and there's an upcharge for Mushu because he's not even in it. Oh, <laughs> you have to pay boy. extra to get Mushu. Cam, would you believe I have a joke written out about how Mushu was DLC? <laughs> would you believe? We have Saber. Would you yes. believe that oh. I had that ready? I'm like, I'm going to fucking drop this on Cam as soon as I read that news. You can't. No, I didn't think about it. He's been thinking about it. No, I, I, I didn't think about it until you brought it up on what, the podcast. What, so epi- what episodes were we losing our minds about Mushu? There was, uh, the I don't, world building I episode. Was, the world I think it was building, one yeah. of the last ones we recorded at my apartment. Yeah. Right, that was one of the yeah. last ones. Um, Doctor Sleep was the last one we recorded at your apartment, Seb. It might have uh, so been Popeye. It was the one before the one before No, Florida it was Beach, world building. Which like was, I believe, 93. So... But do you want me to fake not not no, know? And you, no, no, that it's much that funnier clean. that you preempted me, <laughs> and to, to say to say that joke. Hello, no, I you. only think about Mushu when I'm, oh. <laughs> you only think about Mushu when we're recording. Yeah. Otherwise, it's. Uh, I uh, that's, no, that's not you. true. You've been talking about it this whole time. All right, I think about it all the time. <laughs> all right, listeners. Hello and welcome to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It, the show where we do something different every week. And this week, we decided to enter a realm not just of sound and sight, but of mind. And uh, we're returning that, I mean, to that realm. We are returning to the Twilight That's Zone. That's right. Um, specifically, the new we're, Twilight Zone, the yeah, Jordan Peele produced uh, 2019 Twilight Zone, uh, CBS All Access exclusive. And even if you pay for it, they make your brother watch a bunch of ads. So yeah, so I didn't have to watch any ads. They like, <laughs> fucked you. I'll get to it more. In the I didn't even have to. Segment, I think. Um, just just while we're on CBS All Access, real quick, um, me and Cam ran into some baffling additions to their catalog when we were looking for this. Oh show. yeah, well, this Viacom, is this is so breaking get, news. So they get all the Viacom stuff. So they have so, a bunch of Nickelodeon. So they have things. Nickelodeon. Well, yeah. so not only do they have, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> My phone is still trying to get me to Red Lobster. Bit. <laughs> they like take left and out and you're like i haven't um, moved yet no, but, uh, <laughs> they, uh, on cbs all access they have uh like four three or four different sonic the hedgehog cartoons uh seemingly yeah, every season of the mario super show uh wait wait, and... wait, 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 wait. so that must mean that uh did did viacom get deke 
Is that, I don't know. Is that what happened? I would assume. I mean, I don't Did think they Deke get deeked? A real company they anymore. locked Deke down? They deeked <laughs> down on this? They got deeked down. Anyway, Kim, wouldn't you like to give <laughs> us Sailor Moon is, is owned by oh, Funimation yeah. now, isn't it? Maybe? I, I believe Who's? that. Who did Sailor Moon Vi- Crystal? I think that's one of them. Can we play... talk about uh, what companies can, own what. Yeah, uh, can we play Name uh, That Conglomerate? Oh, <laughs> that would be they, a they're all y- funny idea for a first segment, I think. Yeah. But I would need to prepare. CBS is absolutely owned by Yum Brands. And they're <laughs> a bunch of Pepsi. They only serve Pepsi products. But um, uh, me, the person forcing us on this adventure through not only of sight and sound, but mind, I am your space empathy daughter, Cam, uh, these are all going to be refer- very loose references to You're some of the episodes real. we watched together. I'm not real. You're not real. I'm, You're not real, I'm, Cam. I'm he's like Cam's the ang- he's like the anglerfish. But I forgive Listeners, you. Cam's the real, not real Cam never would. Cam's not real, but he can hurt you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Don't look directly at your podcasting device while you're listening. But um, next, we have produced by Jordan Peele, Nick. Oh, oh my God! Is that why my writing's so good this week? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> good this week. Well, the only episode, well, the t- only episode of this uh, season that Jordan Peele wrote is, the, I think, the best one. Oh, oh, okay. You, I didn't check that, so you have to drop that on us later. Um, we have our resident smart octopus, Sam. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I am. I have eight arms. Gotta say, I'm yeah. a little jealous. They each that's, have a brain. That's pretty, that's pretty nice. <laughs> I'm just going down. I the bleed list here. blue. You bleed, uh, oh yeah, but it's you not, a good, not a good time to be blue blood. Yeah, might might want to change that now, Seth. <laughs> and our clap addict, Alex. <laughs> if you could hear it, I'm clapping. I think my microphone. <laughs> I cannot my, hear it. My microphone eats my, my claps. But yeah, we can I see him clapping, but it's not making any. I noise. can assure you, <laughs> listeners, he's I am a regular Nancy Pelosi out there. Wow. Oh boy. I'm channeling my Jeb Bush and clapping. No, like asking please someone please to clap. Other people to clap. Please true. clap, Alex. Mm-hmm. All right. But for this episode, we're doing season two of the new Twilight Zone with Jordan Peele behind it. Is he executive producing? Uh, yes. Now? Yes. Is he that is. right? He is. Uh, so he is starring in a very loose way in that he's in about thirty seconds of every episode. Narrator. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Credited. Narrator. He plays the Rod Serling role where he intros the episode and outros it sometimes. Uh-huh. Now and it, he we, but, uh, produces I, and he wrote he wrote one episode. Of yes. this season. I don't know how many he wrote of the uh, last season, but the sample size I got of the last season, which you can find on our archive, you go back and listen to us watching the first yes. season of the yes. classic episode. Yeah, if you haven't heard that episode real, and you're interested in this, this new series. Some real hot takes on the first season, and in, it was so um, divisive that I wanted to do it again for the second season. I can't remember. I, did, did we watch the original for an episode, or did I just we, end we up watching them episodes? Both the That was episode. the first segment. Yeah. Okay, all right. I couldn't remember if that was the same or both. Mm. Yeah, so now we're returning to the show because I knew we were going to do it, but then watching the new season, I was like, now we have to do it because there were some episodes I really liked and it really evolves as a series with this second um, season. But we're not getting to that yet. Um, Uh, Just like, how do I, what's the good transition? um, We will continue the series of talk. In our second segment, much like we're talking about series that continued later yeah, no, that, that's, in this that's first segment. Wow. It's, it's but, so wordy. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Twilight Zone came back after about a 20, 30-year 30, 30 hiatus. Well, didn't uh, they try to reboot wow. it in the 2000s, too? Did or, I don't remember. Or in the I, 90s? I, I, believe I think it's they just tried the movie. In the 90s. Okay. 
Um, With just a movie, right? No, no, they, they, no they got, there, there was a 90s Twilight Zone. Um, oh, I got that. There's a 90s one, a 70s one, a 50s one, and then this one, 2019 Twilight Zone. And, and the movie. Mm. And the movie is enough on its own, which I believe we talked about in... Uh, the movie yes. is its own topic. We talked about that in the... Uh, I think that's covered in a... a, a, a no, no. Uh, please don't... What was that? A terrorism? We, did, we terror did not cover it in a terrorism, but we should have. Really? Yeah, we talked about it in uh, the Twilight Zone episode, which was over two hours long, because we talked about Jesus the original Twilight Zone, Christ. the movie... Uh, and approximately one episode of the new series uh, took, us, <laughs> took us 90 minutes to get through. Uh, A well regulated. A well regulated. Well regulated right podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. This this all. podcast is going to be a well regulated podcast, and I am going to enforce <laughs> it with a phone timer and an alarm. Uh, oh my wow. god! I, I will be. We're s- finally being shut Light, down. Light zone. I, I will be doing that. <laughs> I will be doing that in the second segment, though. The first segment is talking about reboots so i'm i wanted to talk about reboots but specifically reboots because it's so easy to get caught up in the marketing language of you know people bringing franchises back like this is a soft sequel or a soft seaboot or a sequel reboot seaboot a, a, a soft <laughs> yeah, I think, prequel seaboot. Uh, <laughs> i think you should really reboot your computer um fairly often yeah, um, seaboot sounds like a computer thing. That's... Yeah, but yeah. your but your franchise can last a long time without rebooting, unless now, you're Spider Man, in which case you have to do it three times in ten years. I do want to clarify: we're not talking about the TV series reboot. We already did right. that. That already happened. Go check out that episode right. if you're so, interested in actually, a bad right. CG cartoon. Which means that for SEO purposes, I'm probably going to have to call this first segment something else, even though we are talking about reboots. Which is fine. I'll figure that out. I'll reword that in a different way. Um, but, honestly, I don't. I think reboot in its general usage would occur before reboot the show. No, I, I think we're for my own sanity. Okay. I don't think it's derived from the CG show. I'd like to call this late continuations because I don't think we did reboot. Yes, we did, really that, we did that already. We did long distance sequels shit. for uh, Doctor Sleep. Shit! Then what are we doing? <laughs> I'm talking, we did this Cam, shit already. I am talking about when your franchise, when somebody pulls literally only the name of okay. your dusty franchise, franchise out. They don't even try and get an old revival. actor back. Franchise revival is mm. a is is kind of a good way to think of it. I think. Well, th- with Twilight Zone, it's a problem because all the people that were in it were are dead. Right. Yes. But like... Twilight Zone <laughs> works well with this because it's an idea. Twilight Zone is a framing device. It's a... Whoa. It's like, so deep. Yeah. Well, it's not a show. It's a feeling, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder what it... No, I know what you mean. You're right. <laughs> um, we're just, I'm we're trying to help time. you here, dude. Like, this is... Like, you You like the Twilight Zone. I thought I had stuff, so, but no, I don't. Okay, anymore. well, but go ahead. let me give a good example. So, my personal fa- favorite reboot, and one of the only ones I can think of in the modern era that's actually successful, is the... Um, successful at what it's trying to do and not just like monetarily successful uh, is um, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 reboot because Mystery Science Theater Uh. 3000 is amazing it's a it's a -a one-of-a-kind show uh, and something that we bring up all the time even if we're not talking about it directly because Cam and I uh, Cam Cam's name on a lot of online things Cambot comes from Mystery Science Theater the camera that's right the, the, the camera the camera yeah, bot the camera bot they, the camera robot which they cleverly like they'll hold up a mirror to show Cambot because yeah. you couldn't see Cambot any other way they're filming uh right but it's you know it's a it's a one human actor and then a bunch of uh robots played by puppets that are um you know that are played by humans played by humans that are uh commentating commentating bad movies people that they can played by get puppets. the rights to they're you know they're riffing on it 
and this is something that has spawned endless things. <coughs> every content, every piece of content that's popular online is a variation on Mystery Science Theater now. So how do you <laughs> reboot yes. Mystery Science Theater? Well, you do the same thing, but you as before, but you have better puppetry. You put all the ep you make less episodes, but you put them all out at once so that you can really refine them and get them done well. And mm -hmm. the other important thing is that the references are now not from the 70s anymore because it's a bunch of people yes. who grew up. That's, you know, Jonah, what's his name, Cam? Jonah Ray. Jonah Ray. Yeah, Jonah Ray. Former host of Meltdown. Uh, Meltdown with comedy yeah. something. Yes. Meltdown with, uh, yeah. Mel but, Kumail Nanjiani yeah. of the first episode oh, of the Twilight Zone. Right. That's right. Season one. Right back in. But, um, but Jonah is really, really funny. He makes a, he makes a great host. And like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, as good as uh, Joel and Mike of the previous uh, things. And I love the classic Mystery Science Theaters. Uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is mandatory Christmas viewing. Um, mm. It's like all that stuff is great. But the thing is, people didn't stop just just stop making bad movies in, in the 70s, you know? Yeah. Like, and even if they, they, they kept making them. And you can never watch every bad movie from a certain era. So, of course, Mystery Science Theater ended before you could get them. And the jokes now are jokes that make sense to me, somebody who, you know, uh, grew up in the late 90s, early 2000s, because, you know, 40 years of culture has happened in between when Mystery Science Theater got canceled and the new one. So it's like there's new things mm. to joke about. There's new things that are funny to new people. And the old Mystery Science Theater, as great as it is, doesn't work as well for a kid or even a, like, young adult because they didn't grow up during that period. So unless they're, they're going to need to have a Wikipedia tab open at all times to figure out what the fuck these guys are talking about. There's a whole Twitter account de dedicated to explaining Mystery Science Theater jokes <laughs> because it's so That's ridiculous good, sometimes. It's a reference to like a commercial from the 50s. Uh -huh. And something. they might get like, it wrong what? because they didn't have any research. So they couldn't. They didn't <laughs> yeah. have film of that commercial, you know? Mm -hmm. Like how, you know, if you uh, Star Trek wasn't being run on reruns anymore and you say, ah, I love Star Trek, beat me up, Scott. It's like, they don't say that. Nobody ever says that. But that's okay yeah. because you don't remember the show that well oh, because you watched it. That's actually didn't... one of the characters in one of the episodes of Twilight Zone that I just watched actually references that line. Yeah. You know why? Because of the fucking CBS shit that's... Uh... Yeah. Oh, no. Synergy. Oh, Corporate you're right. Synergy? Corporate, corporate synergy. synergy. That's actually a... How come no one says Sonic says in this shit? They don't <laughs> that. They just license Do them. the Mario. Do the Mario. Um, but anyway, I think that Mystery Science Theater uh, 3000, uh, the, the new Netflix ones, are a perfect example of a good reboot. And uh, Seb, I think you wanted to talk a little bit about Shira, which is another positive reboot example. Yeah, um, but first I wanted to say that I think it's very cute that Katie Tiedrick... Uh, named her cats uh, Crow T Robot and um, Tom Servo. Speaking Tom of Servo. Tom yeah. Servo, I have a little one right here. <gasps> He's very cute. Yes, uh, uh, one of what a guy. Exactly. Uh, I am normally very against pop vinyl figures, uh, but this, I mean, like, how are you gonna He's argue cute. With this? He's a little yeah. Gumball, he he looks like Tom Servo. Yeah. Funko Tom Servo. He doesn't have any weird fucking eyes or anything. Exactly. Um, Tom Funko. Yeah, so one thing that I have been watching recently is the She-Ra um, reboot, and I'm not actually very far into it, but so far I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, She-Ra wasn't something that I grew up with. Um, I remember vaguely watching some uh, reruns of He-Man, um, but mostly <laughs> of Thundercats. 
Um, the is, so those she were the things of the area that I watched. was $5 an episode originally, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. She-Ra, She-Ra at the time, I'm sure it inspired, a, you know, a generation of kids and people really did love it. But the thing yeah. was, it didn't have, it didn't have real, like, artistic vision, I guess, for me to say, behind it. Mm-hmm. In the same way that the modern one does. Which is not, you know, the, the fault of the people making it. It was the fault of the, you know, the company that's like... Uh, it's the 80s. Animation should be as cheap as possible. No, I won't uh, pay more yeah, than $5 per, <laughs> uh, per episode. They had uh, the y- same exact cells over and over again, and they would just, like, so they'd have, um, like, an, a cell that's an arm and layer it on top of the cell that's the body and the cell that's wow. the mouth, and so they would just reuse those things and recompile them every single time, some like real, a flash some animation. Some real Hanna-Barbera shit. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they did the same thing with He-Man, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the new She-Rock cartoon, it, uh, I think it's run by Noelle Stevenson? That's right. Yes? Yes, um, who has also done Lumberjanes, which I read a few uh, years ago. We joked last week oh. about how, uh, being an indie comic artist, uh, used to be that you could, if you were an indie comic artist and you got a moderate amount of success, people would just give you a TV series. I made, I joked <laughs> about that and said, oh, nobody has that happen anymore, but Noelle Stevenson did, so, uh, I yes. apologize. Wow. I yep. apologize for my comments Lumberjanes is very cute. Um. The dream. Anyway, so, uh, I've been watching the new series. First, first off, it, it like it starts like being like a oh it's a kid show it's kind of campy and it you know does the princess of the week because there's the princesses of power so they have to find all the princesses but then it gets into the serialized like this is an ongoing story stuff and it gets intense and it's it's just really good in the way it treats um the main characters uh you know Shira slash um Adora. And Glimmer and Bo, and I I hate to be like, oh yeah, like it's like super gay, yeah, cool, but it's fucking gay. It's okay um, to like not seven. Yeah, that's, that's I know, I know, but like I she don't want it to want seem it to like be the... her thing. She doesn't want right. us to have her be like the gay correspondent. Where I fucking am gay, though. We have to turn to seven and go. Is this cool or not? Yeah, like <laughs> I, I don't want to be like that, and I don't want to be like, oh, I'm only watching it because it's gay. Uh, even though when I found out that Adora and Catra end up being a thing, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should watch that. But uh, it's... <laughs> I think it's pretty well established that uh, yeah. you and I will uh, make ourselves go through just about any cartoon if one person ever has said it's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I, I love all the characters. <laughs> yeah, I love all the characters. It's, it's definitely aimed towards kids, but it's really fun at the same time. And it's pretty. Um, it isn't that ugly, like, mid-80s, weird, like, semi- Super flat background. Super uh, flat background. It looks like, like, that stuff looked like Flash animation before Flash animation existed. We're going to use this uh, woods background from uh, our other show. uh, Yeah. We're not going to put any castles or anything in the background. It's going to be, like, a swampy woods section. That's where all He-Man's fights are going to take place. Yeah. Same with She-Ra. Um, and She-Ra's, uh, they live in the same town because one background instead of two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. So She-Ra and, and Adam, are, or Adora and Adam are brother and sister, even though they don't show up in the same show together or something. Mm. Um, that's fine. I like that. No yeah. mention of He-Man so far, so I don't know I mean, if that's going to be an actual well, thing. You don't, um, I mean, if you want to do I think they're doing that. a He-Man reboot anyway at some point. Uh. Yeah, that, maybe. I feel like has got to take a completely different direction. I feel like it's oh, yeah. not going to work the same way if you try and 
Yeah, because that's going to be, like, definitely male-oriented. Whereas, like, I think anyone can enjoy the She-Ra um, thing. It's kind of like ponies in that it is definitely, like, girl-oriented. Um, but I still think anyone can enjoy it. Hmm. Whereas I think the He-Man one is going to definitely be boy-oriented. Um, but hopefully everyone will still be able to enjoy it, kind now, of like the Voltron and one. And now that Skeletor will be gay in the new oh, series. Well. Sure. <laughs> gay <Yeah>. Skeleton! <laughs> sure! Uh, um, all right, changing my name in the group chat to Gay Skeletor, and... Uh, <laughs> Skeletor. Yeah! So, um, um, I so also Cam wanted to mention... Are, yeah, go ahead. I wanted to mention um, the Thundercats reboot, too, in 2013? 2012? Oh, yeah. People really like that one. 2013? Yeah, I actually really liked it. It wasn't as, like, they didn't do the same, like, oh, they went to space, and now, you know, Lion-O is a child and an adult male body, which was kind oh. of a weird dynamic, because they didn't always do something with it. Um, and yeah, I really like the art style. I think Studio 4C worked like, on it. It's very much like, um, the, with rebooting cartoons, it's easy to pick from that era because so many of those cartoons had nothing in them yeah, yeah they were too, they were they, they exist they exist to sell toys right they exist to they sell is, toys which meant they were only aesthetics and nothing else yeah thundercats was, was good though the the theme song yes. was amazing and also everyone liked chitara and i liked mm -hmm. chitara anyway so, i i really liked that reboot yeah. um it's cool uh, but Cam, yeah i wanted to talk about one that's uh not necessarily close to your heart but um the uh, J.J. Abrams Star Trek uh, is something that you and I have talked about a bunch of times for different reasons. Uh, yeah, so I think one of uh, an argument I specifically remember is Nick was like, we saw one of the movies, and then later Nick was like, yeah, that was pretty bad, and I was like, yeah, I liked it, <laughs> just because I like I like looking at the colors and the the new actors well, cool playing the guy. new characters. I believe this was about yeah, Into that's all it is. Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, yeah, with Khan. Oh, the one where they Nick say Khan? They do. They say but they Khan. Kept, in all the interviews, they're like, he's not Khan. Stop saying he's Khan. He's not Khan. And then at the end of the movie, he's Khan. Khan Cumberbatch goes, I'm Khan. And then we're all yeah. like, whoa. I've been conned. Yeah. If people guess your your twist in the interviews before the movie's out, then you you blew it. Like you should, in you a basic question about the movie. what you should do is just say just even like just go oh we'll see like just lying about it is like yeah or don't even like, acknowledge it yeah yeah move right past it yeah but because you know like that wasn't you know they're gonna bring back Khan I I did they they did the Borgs in the first no, movie no they already? did uh, they did the Romulans Romulans in the, <laughs> the first Romulans. movie Romulans okay. Borgs is more of a Borg is, next yeah, Borg gen is more thing, of a next gen thing. I wouldn't be surprised to hear if, uh, that they showed up in um, Beyond, but I never watched that one. The one that had the Beastie Boys yeah. story that James Wan directed. <clears throat> the Beastie Boys are also in the first J.J. Abrams What a one, weird so. line. <laughs> they love it. Yeah, I don't know what why they're hmm. doing that, but uh, sure, fine. It reminds me like, of like a drama so thing. Are of, like, stop listening they all to next gen music, Fry. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, uh, they play one of their songs in the first movie. Yeah. But Kim, you like the original Star Trek a lot, as we've covered. Um, but the thing yeah. is, you don't have, you don't, you're not attached to it in the way that a lot of people are, where people. Right. Get... I've I haven't seen any of the old movies, and I haven't seen any of the other series. I tried to get into Next Gen once, and I got kind of bored. But I I know people say that's much better I, as I a really show. I like but... Next Gen. Um... It might be an episode eventually. Yeah, I think yeah. next gen. What I know about next gen is it, it gets a little bit more 
intense, kind of. Like, it's not yeah. as campy. Which is not way. to say that there it doesn't have bad episodes or anything like oh, that. It's not. Yeah, like, no. It's, but it's still I, to, Star Trek. To be fair, I have never <laughs> seen one. I, I haven't seen, like, a ton of Next Gen episodes. I, what I've seen, I really like. But I have never seen one that was as, like, uh, oh my god, what are they doing <laughs> as the one where Spock's brain falls out in uh, TOS? Uh, yeah, I no. was trying to get to that first. <laughs> I <but>. think um, <laughs> most of the people I know who like Star Trek really like um, Next Gen. Yeah, so I, we've talked about this on the Star Trek episode, which you should go back and check out because that was a really fun one. Mm-hmm. But I watched Star Trek for the same reason I watched Twilight Zone because it's really uh, operatic like nonsense with overacting and like cool sets yeah it's, I watch it's, it just to it's look at you know earnest in a way that's very fun i think like there's it, they're yeah. completely buying into how stupid it is and there's yeah, no the, irony the original at ones, all yeah, the original <laughs> ones were kind of genre ha- setters a light yeah. just went off in my mm-hmm. head about one of the reasons i dislike the jj J. abrams star treks is that maybe you should replace people, that light people do all, th- that shit all the time no. <laughs> where somebody will say a crazy thing about Oh, I'm reversing the polarity of injecting the nanobots into his system. And then they always uh, have to have someone go, uh, can you give me that to me again? Or is he being in serious English? in English? Like, it's like, so it, so that's the oh, thing. So that's the thing. It's the classic uh, guys. Oh, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I was about to do it. But like, that's the whole like, trilogy. Yeah, that's, it, say that in English. You, uh, so that's a thing. And, uh, well, so that just yeah. happened. Yeah, none of, that shit, like, none of that shit happens in original Star Trek, not just because it's old, but because they are, they take even the most ridiculous situation. Like, they can tell jokes, but they will tell you a joke when they're telling you a joke. The mm-hmm. the silly things are still serious to the, the characters. Like, when it's like, oh, it's the trouble with triples. It's like, that episode has jokes in it, but they don't go, seriously, this again? Uh, okay, well, wait oh. a minute. Uh, that, <laughs> I agree with Nick, but that's the only episode where they do Okay, do I, it didn't seem like, like that sitcom. to me. I, I was... Kirk looks in the camera and goes like... He makes <laughs> he the DreamWorks the face at camera in that episode. It's insane, okay. which is why it's remembered <laughs> so well. But but Nick is right that when they tell a joke in Star Trek, it's like your uncle telling you a joke. Right. It's not like someone saying, uh, yeah, Einstein. That's, uh, that makes check, sense. Check, please. <laughs> yeah, I think that goes back to the the Weddonist. Uh, is it Whedon yeah. or Wedden? Whedon. Uh, it's the we- the Whedonist writing that kind of came to a head in the '90s and has afflicted everything else since then. Yeah, it's uh, like this irony poisoning where that something can't even be a little bit silly; it has to be sincere. Uh, in two weeks, by the way, I am going to talk about this again when I talk about why I really, really like All-Star Superman, which I have decided I am finally committing to. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Another comic. Yeah, uh, and then we got, <laughs> also got to read Watchmen, so... Yeah, that'll, that'll be an eventuality. That one well, that's only you two. I have a copy. Nick has a copy, right, Nick? I actually have two copies. Okay, so we have Whoa. three copies one of them between is us. Severely oh, yeah, I have four okay. copies. <laughs> but, but um, we will make you read it. Yes, but... but, but I'm going to tag team... What I mean about this, and I think I see, I see it in Twilight Zone, I see it in Star Trek, I see it in Silver Age comics, and by extension, All-Star Superman, is that when you want to tell your cool adventure story and something weird happens, the characters should still take it kind of seriously. Like, even mm-hmm. if it's a right. funny thing, like, to, to have them embrace it, to, like, say, oh, we're trapped in a time loop, and then uh, to have somebody else go, 
oh, does that mean that uh, you won't remember that I stole your beer or whatever? It's like, is McDonald's we're, still We're stuck in a time yes. loop? What now? <laughs> a time what? A what now? A what loop? A what what? A wooga. A wooga. All right, we're getting vastly off topic. We really need to get back. Star Trek, because of that sort of sincerity, when uh, it's rebooted into the 2009 J.J. Abrams thing, it is if all of that is gone, it can't be, it can't do any of that. It is not just the humor moments; it's also the action moments of like um, uh, the Kobayashi Maru, the test that Kirk has to take that the, he's supposed mm-hmm. to take to prove that he's a captain. And it was always this thing in the original series of like, oh well, you're not supposed to win it. It's supposed to teach you that there are some situations you can't get through. But Kirk did win it yep. by cheating. Kirk wins. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually like that. I, no, but I like we that. Really, the, I'd love to talk about this movie, but we can't. We can't what do I mean this. Is that they <laughs> into a big action set piece, and they don't like they don't dwell on it at all. It well, he into almost a, like, drives his car off the cliff, right? That's the only thing I remember about <laughs> that while, movie. While he's listening to the Beastie Boys. <laughs> but Alex, are there any long-awaited uh, no? souls that you can think of? <laughs> They ever they don't reboot anime, no. huh? They don't reboot the Sopranos, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, they're going to. Oh, actually, well, well yeah, actually, pre- it's it's a, that is a great it's a prequel. Prequel. Wait. It's a prequel, but there's a movie yeah. coming out about young Tony yeah. Soprano. The Many Saints of Newark. I wish it was more about. That doesn't hmm. seem. I wish it was about his dad, but it seems more like they're focusing on him. Yeah. Hmm. It seems weird. I have to a I mean, really we got good Twin Peaks. But that's yeah, dead. well, yeah. we have we have a return sode in the in the books uh, at some point. All right, yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, we can't bring that up yet. Um, but I have a really good anecdote about the Sopranos movie. I'd like yes. to tell you guys. So I was I was on a date and I was like, oh yeah, we were um, we were talking about the Sopranos because you know it eventually gets there mm-hmm. with all dates. But I was like, oh, they're doing a movie and the the actor they got to play young Tony Soprano looks just like James Gandolfini. Like, it's immaculate how good like the, the casting was with that i was really impressed and you know we were talking about that and i was like oh i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna show you a picture and i pull it up and i'm like oh here it is and i show her and she says it says that's his son <laughs> like in the headline of the article <laughs> and i was like oh cool <laughs> it's just I like mean, i that... saw one tweet of like an image and i mean I that explains a lot it, like, i guess yeah looked into it at all <laughs> so yeah his son is playing him so i think that it's it still has some respect to the yeah. his memory i think david chase back i'm sure it'll be good i what hope he's david, yeah. what david as good of an done actor in between not just sopranos and now i don't know right i've never living in a huge mansion or i what? would it should be yeah yeah, yeah. Um, one more thing I wanted to uh, bring up before we uh, break for uh, take a break before our second segment was uh, Cam. There have been uh, three different actors for Spider-Man in ten years, um, and do you have a, yeah. do you have a preference? Like this is when it all when the reboot happens, not because enough time has passed, but because the rights <clears throat> change hands, and which is a different thing. Yeah, and they just have to make a new one. Which is stuff. also interestingly enough why there was the Star Trek reboot, the movies. Um, oh yes. really? To, is that yes. why? Uh, it's a complicated thing with uh, Paramount and a parent company, and like, <laughs> like it getting split through because Paramount used to make TV shows as well as movies, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. they got their assets split up in a weird way, and now they're like legally only allowed to make a Star Trek movie, even though they used to make the shows. I think I think we need to have a whole episode at some point about 
um, media companies, mega rights. corporations, and rights, rights. disputes. Right. Yum, um, yum, we've talked about you guys it watch so a bunch of much. And then you can we'll do your hour-long segment on Quibi oh. during that. Oh. Quibi. <laughs> they both, I saw two executives sold their houses. On Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> Quibi was such a massive failure. But, like, you know, like their third Good. house. Yeah. But anyway, um, Spider-Man, I, I, I almost feel like we shouldn't go into this because I kind of like Andrew Garfield is Spider-Man. I don't I've think only seen he's the, the problem. Times. No, right. I like him. It... He's cute. Yeah, he's I mean, nice. He's a little and baby Stone, Spider-Man. Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Yeah, she was excellent. And um, the Tom Holland I really like, too. I like him. He's and Tommy cute. And Tommy Ryer, like, I think Andrew Garfield and, um, what's his name, uh, Tommy Maguire are too old to play the part. I definitely I think, think Tobey Maguire is too Spider-Man. old. Though I think it, it depends on... It's funny to have him be a high schooler. <laughs> uh, yeah yes. i i i think they're yeah. doing it less now but like back in the day like not even like 10 years ago and before like every time they had somebody playing a high schooler they had somebody who was like 25 years old and that it was is fucking weird funny, yeah it's insane um, old twilight zones because of the era you got a 40 year old man to play all your parts even if you're right. supposed to be 19 yeah but yeah they're doing so it less i now, like i think yeah, it's absolutely wild, and we unfortunately might get to that in a future episode about Riverdale, mm-hmm. thanks to B. Yes, uh, uh, that is on yeah. the docket. Um, is that the second one? Because we're doing uh, Isaac in, right? And then we're right. doing... Uh, well, no, we're doing Downsizing next week. We, we will get to it. Then, <laughs> then Isaac in, and then Cam, somebody paid $50. They get to pick oh the episode. God, <laughs> we're doing Downsizing. The famous Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> I can't believe. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> wow. I'm going right. to have to put the same disclaimer at the beginning that I did. <laughs> it's even longer now. It has to mention Matthew McConaughey in there. <laughs> every Matt. Just every person you could possibly confuse Matt Damon for. Uh, anyway, um, when we come back, we will be in a dimension uh, that does not include Matt Damon. Uh, <laughs> a dimension not only. I was about to say we already did that joke. But of mine. But uh, a podcast. The depths of our sorrow and the height of our ambitions or something. I don't remember. A big eyeball, a big eyeball. in the door, are there? <laughs> the, gla- the glass in the window breaks. Break time. Yeah. I gotta go get my pizza. Speaking of break, break, the window <laughs> uh, breaks. Here's an item we forgot. You see this? It holds a promise for anyone who smokes. It's Oasis. And as its name implies, it promises you the most refreshing, the softest taste of all. Try Oasis. I think you'll like it. Twilight Zone has been brought to you by Milk Wave Lilt, the new home permanent you mix with milk for curls that start soft and stay lively. not only of sight and sound but of mind a journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination 
Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Okay. Podcast can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. But what happens when it starts to mean a little too much to people who like the second season of The Twilight Zone? Let's find out. Jordan Peele never says, wow. He never says, let's find out. Or, <laughs> he says, check this weird shit out. And we will the start the episode. Watch this. One gallon <laughs> jello challenge. Have you ever met a man Stop with a very weird that YouTube dick? <laughs> I'm here to tell you today. Has a man ever looked man. at you? <laughs> yeah, no. Has a fucked it's, up it's, guy ever looked at you? What if there was a man who looked at you kind of fucked up? Have you ever yeah, been kind of fucked up looking? In the audience. Do you count the amount of people that look at you in a day? What if there was one guy who looked at you and he was a little fucked up? <laughs> 350 <laughs> packs of Pop Rocks. <laughs> Stop looking at that YouTube you're gonna, show. You're going to kill yourself. Our listeners don't. That's cut out. Our listeners, Our don't listeners know will know. Everyone follow, follow Matt Stoney on YouTube. This is They're going to think that that's an episode of the Twilight Zone <laughs> where a guy eats 350 packs of Pop Rocks. That would be a good twist. Everyone likes Pop Rocks. something that helps us get through the day. But could you survive on them entirely? One man is that Is that out. his last... Is that his last video, the Pop Rocks one? Because I assume he died. <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be a Vsauce episode. That sounds cheese, horrible. Cheese balls help us get through the day. But could you survive on them entirely? Bah, Vsauce. Bah. Michael <laughs> This Twitch stream. Hey, Vsauce. Michael, anyway. Did you know that a right, cheese ball right. could kill a human <laughs> if swallowed wrong? Let's, let's demonstrate. Ding. Oh. <laughs> All right. Now it's just every internet okay. video at once. Cam, what's the Twilight Zone... 2019 season two all right well it started out as a youtube channel where someone got, someone would put stuff in a blender and see what <laughs> there's a thousand degree knife they, i think <laughs> yeah there's some sort of they would press hydraulic press involved <laughs> yeah but then they started reviewing video games and i was on board but uh no we if you have heard our previous episode on the twilight zone you know that i fell in love with it um watching it with nick the original series um just like each night we would flip through the the episodes and um oftentimes on netflix the description would spoil the entire twist of the show and then um jordan peele came out with a very good horror movie um get out and they were like you know what else is horror and we want to reboot the twilight zone which is not entirely true but <laughs> sure put him in charge of it he's a in charge i mean he's i think we talked about this charge. on the episode how much influence he actually has on the the show which is something we could look up but we we won't we did not yeah we won't <laughs> yeah it's not we didn't we won't we, won't we, do we will it. not so stop asking <laughs> but um so i had a ton of fun watching last season and talking about it with these guys every time someone came over to my apartment i was like it would get late and i'd be like all right check this out and i'd put on an episode of the new reboot and they'd be like, this sucks. And I'd be like, I know, isn't that crazy? <laughs> and they'd be like, I have to go. <laughs> but now um, the new season came out and I subjected everyone who came over to the same thing. And I think the new season is a ton better and yeah, I, also has the worst episode I've ever seen of anything, <laughs> which I teased on the last. I night. think it is. It, def- it definitely is. It definitely is more well-regulated, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they learned their lesson. One of our biggest complaints was that um, their episodes are too long, and now some episodes are much shorter. Which, as we also pointed out last time, is funnily enough a mistake the original Twilight Zone made as well. 
Uh, yeah, it was literally doomed to repeat itself. Like the the second season of Twilight Zone, uh, the episodes are forty five minutes, and it's like way it's, too um, long. In the I think it's the fourth season actually. They're an hour. Oh, yeah, it's right? too long uh-huh. to hour episodes instead of four, instead of uh, thirty minute episodes or twenty two minute episodes. That is so crazy. It's way too long, and the Twilight Zone is a very pulpy. Um, it it doesn't need it the premise doesn't allow tricks, for you know an hour, right. Just do your thing. Have maybe have a twist, and then say, "Wouldn't it be weird if that happened?" Well, yeah. Once you once you get it, you get it too. Like once they do the thing, yes. they they do Twilight Zone's trick, and then you're like, "Okay, great." And then it right. should be over. And when I, it's not yeah. over after that, you're that, like, "Uh." Right. And yeah. This season, it's major problems come from you're able to know what the twist or the bit is way too early on, and they yes. really really make sure that you know what the thing is. Like you're like, oh, is that it? And then they're like, unfortunately, that is it. Yeah, my favorite. They really shove it down your throat. Didn't preoccupy themselves too much with having a twist, and I think that that's something because mm. I mean, like the original Twilight Zone, absolutely known for having twist endings, um, and I, I think that there are some extremely memorable ones. I one of my one that I talked about extensively on the last one is, um, "Will the real Martian please stand up?" Yes, uh, which is oh, uh, amazing, amazing episode of the original Twilight Zone. With a, with a fantastic final twist. And uh, so people remember that episode for its uh, great final twist. Um, but not all episodes of The Twilight Zone are like that. Some of them, uh, you know, a person flips a coin wrong and they get psychic powers and that's the whole episode. <laughs> and, like, and it's ironic. It, yeah, you know, uh, Rod Serling also uh, made a habit in the original Twilight Zone of picking up directors and actors who he liked and just saying do what you want and I will narrate a thing, a framing device around it. He picked up um, That's uh, an incident at Owl good. Creek Bridge and edited, had it edited down to 20 minutes, 22 minutes for like, which is a, you know, it's a French film about the Civil War. Like it's a, it's, yeah. it's but it's like, you know, it's still Twilight Zoney because it has some science fiction elements, but like it is not made by him in the way that other Twilight Zone episodes were. It's like, he's like, this is something I'd like. And I want to introduce it to stupid Americans through this, uh, through this device. Yeah, I through this serialized pulpy right. TV show about this silly mm-hmm. intro. But why don't we get into the actual show, Nick? Why don't you start? I feel like we always end okay. with you. Okay, uh, I'll start then. Um, so Cam teased this very well uh, over the course of the past couple of weeks by saying, uh, hey, I really like the new season of Twilight Zone, and the fourth episode is one of the worst uh, episodes of television I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> Yes. And that definitely caught me off guard, and I couldn't remember which ones he said was good and which ones he said was bad, so I started watching the ones that he uh, said that we had to watch for this week. I started with uh, Meet in the Middle, uh, let's, or Let's Meet in the mm. Middle, and um, <clears throat> we'll get into uh, more in-depth summaries uh, later, but it is about uh, a, a very neurotic uh, guy discovering he has a psychic connection with somebody across the country. Uh, yeah like with a girl across the country and this is a good twilight zone premise i think i i was a little worried watching this because to me it just goes on a hair too long like they they drag out um, the, the real middle real part quick of the story. i i should have mentioned this earlier but um i i only didn't mention it because i don't think anyone will but if you want to watch this series you have to get a cbs all access yes or steal it so you probably won't do but that also oh yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna steal it, go ahead. But we are going to spoil almost every single episode. Oh, also, so. thanks to our patrons, 
Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Our Patreon is now helping us afford subscriptions for things. Uh, and such as Seth CBS is going to sound a lot better this episode. Because Hopefully. Uh, no, you, you are going to sound a lot better. Even yeah, if so you so sound like a robot, you'll still sound better because of the quality of the mic. <laughs> yeah. A more expensive robot. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm very sorry yeah. about my last few episodes. I've sounded a little bit of like a robot, and I'm not really sure why that is. My mic, my Yeti is a lot older, I think, than these guys' Yetis. I, I, maybe that's it. I don't know. But I did get a new mic. Um, my tests, it has not sounded robotic, but we'll see. So, thanks to you, the listener. Right. Thanks to you, the listener. Anyway, getting getting back to the Twilight Zone. I, yes, we uh, will spoil all of this. I don't have a particular problem yeah. with the performances. That's one of the things I want to say across the board. The, the performances in this uh, season were very good. I didn't have any problems with any of that. There were no times where I was looking at an actor and going, "Oh, come on, really?" Like, yeah, they were all pretty uh, good. Yeah, I did that a little mm. bit in um in uh, the, Except the first season. Uh, Space some Daughter of the casting didn't work uh, mm-hmm. didn't work out super well for me, but um. But uh, in this season, I think casting Jillian uh, Jacobs or Gillian Jacobs. Yeah. Is she Gillian or Jillian? I don't know. I think she's a I Jillian. I think it, it's Jillian is, Gillian. is how you pronounce yeah. it. And she Jillian, just happens Jacobs, to have a. Um, it's funny to me that they're casting her as a mom because she's not that old. But I know that happens to every actress. But, well, how old uh, is she? She's she's like in her like early 30s, I think. She definitely doesn't yeah, look to be a mom. I mean, how well, like, old was her but kid? Kid's young. Yeah. Kid young. Well, you saw the episode, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Meet in the um, middle. Yeah. Even that, not that old. The kid's young. Spoiler, uh, yeah. Because, um, you know, you don't know anything about this girl, Amy, uh, that he's talking to. Brain girl. Annie. Brain Annie. girl. Uh, um, Emily's cl- c- correcting me. It's Annie, not Annie. Oh, thank you, Emily. Um, I yes. wouldn't have done it. So, we don't really know 37. about her throughout throughout the episode yeah uh, except for what she tells our hero you know like or our protagonist like this guy and this guy is getting yeah not a hero detached, <laughs> increasingly detached no. from everything else in his life and focusing only on his psychic link to this girl and then she's like i want you to come meet me and that or well she specifically said before i don't want you to come meet me and then yeah don't look me up i don't want to meet yeah. And then when she comes when she comes back after like a break where he's like totally losing his mind because when you cut off every social uh, instance in your life except for one person and then they stop talking to you, that's that's bad. Yeah, yep. I, uh, and you can up, never up, explain up, it. Yeah, to up before that, he had many brain dates with Brain Girl. Mm. Yeah, Alex had some really uh, funny quips oh, during. Oh. <laughs> I think we got out on a tangent about how he's he's getting brain yeah he's getting a brain he's job for sure brain, well, brain he's job getting head because she's in his head yeah and some minds it, he's getting mind fucked was something yeah. he kept coming uh, back to but this is an episode that uh, i think um yeah. does not very specifically does not do well with the viewer trying to get the guess the twist is yes um, it, it's an episode that absolutely suffers from that and i also think is a little bit too long because this one's a 45 minute one as opposed to a 30 minute or 22 minute one. Yeah, as I rudely said on the uh, a previous episode about Knives Out, I don't like when people try and guess the ending, and that's maybe why I like this one so much. Is it's hard to guess exactly what's going to happen. At I don't know. End. I kind of got it um, most of the way through. Like, there were either two options for me. So, um, can we can we just go through like episode by episode, like the two episodes we watched? We both watched. We all watched. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, Nick. Yeah, Nick can do those two first because uh, we've I, all seen um, all those. Uh, I really, I really want to talk about one of the ones that you didn't specifically recommend. So I'll leave Ovation's uh, summary to someone else because I want to get to. Um, 
I really want to do a okay. small town, and maybe mm-hmm. okay. if somebody yeah, else like doesn't care about that. that. But um, uh, so yes, he he basically uh, he ends up getting catfished, sort of. Except he doesn't really have any. Money. Yes, it's what he's brain he's brain fished. He's head fished. No, it's not catfished. It's, <laughs> mm, he's, I don't know. He's blue pilled, yeah. red pilled. Well, I think uh, yeah, I think we do want no, to underline that the, the, yeah, this man large fry and chocolate. This shit. man is very very incel. And uh, this is going to come up again, yeah. I think. Uh, last week, I we were talking about this a little bit. But two of these episodes have such incel energy that I just couldn't not think about it. Um, one of them more explicitly, but this one definitely gave me shades of, um, you're in my brain, so I deserve to be with you. Uh, a lot think, of, a lot I, of weird I'm stuff. I'm pretty sure they're trying There's... to show that this guy is a, a shithead. Yeah, oh, he's he is. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really work if you show that he was right and that the girl on the other end was a connive. Well, yes. See, this like, was the thing that I I turned to I turned to Cam as we were watching this episode at the end, and I'm like, yeah. oh, so the twist is that she's an evil woman. They're trying to tell me that women are bad and manipulative, <laughs> right? That that seems like the moral. I think the <laughs> twist is Jordan Peele looking you right in the eyes and going, "Wouldn't it be fucked up if the only person in your brain w- told you to kill their husband?" <laughs> like yeah like to me it seems less like a uh like it does definitely give off bad vibes when it comes to the only woman in the story the only woman in the story being uh either shallow in his mind or not understanding or outright evil so i um, i think the way that she's portrayed like i don't want to get too into this but i think that he is a bad person obviously like he is kind of like i deserve you i it, this all happens during the arc when she stops talking to him yeah, yeah he, get, he gets very incel like, rage in there <laughs> yeah he's like clearly we have this connection we need to be together and she's like i don't think that's a good idea and then then she comes back to him and she's like i need i need your help and ends up um spoilers getting him to come meet up with her and pretend or yeah or pretending to, to get abducted pretending to be kidnapped so that yeah he would murder her uh co- abusive husband. coded husband yeah uh, um yeah. But, they don't by really the way, underline um, what how why he's a bad person but yeah he, he's also an insult not just because he feels entitled to this woman he's you know cross-linked yeah. in his head but also um we open up with him like trying to have a date with a woman um, and then he goes to his therapist who kind of oh. outlines, yeah. she, she outlines his, his, like, now he's trying to talk to her about, like, there's somebody in my head. And she's like, well, you know, you've been having a, a lot of problems trying to find, you know, a, a spouse or a girlfriend. And maybe you have disassociative identity disorder so you can blame it on, like, maybe it's you. Um and I have a lot of problems with the with the way they kind of tried to explain DID in this. Well, they fainted. They but... they faint at maybe he's just schizophrenic, right? Yeah, maybe. And I then, mean, DID like, and, yeah. and schizophrenia aren't exactly the same thing. Um, but the it, I think I might be giving too much credit to the exactly. show, but I think you are supposed to think that she's a bad therapist. No, I, don't I know. think so as well. I, th- that's how it came off to me. It, it yeah, his, the, um, the way she jumps like, to DID so immediately is, is yeah. like, kind of not good to me. Um, like, she doesn't even do, like, a proper assessment or anything. And normally, if you have a diagnosis as serious as that, it would have had to been continuing for several months. Yeah, the way I took it is that she he's, like, 
oh man, this lady doesn't even understand me, which obviously she could never be like, okay, yeah, you obviously you're hearing someone in your head. Who is she? What's she like? Blah, blah, blah. But um, you're supposed to at that point kind of side with him like, and like, yeah, that she's I, not even listening yeah, to him. Yeah, because she definitely seemed... Yeah, I, I was kind of weird the whole time. I was like, I mean, is she real? Is she not real? And then towards... Which is what I really like yeah. about this episode, totally. I, is that you're not sure what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I liked it's, it. And then towards the very end, you, you're kind of convinced, like, oh, she wasn't real. That was a, another woman. But then at the very, very end, she's yeah. like, oh, no, that was me. No, the twist is <laughs> so I'm evil. Like, I'm a bad woman. I was woman. like, oh, I was right the first you. time. Yeah. Yeah, because after he got off the train and he was looking for her, and I, I was like, oh, she's fucking with him to make yeah. him go away or something. And then, no, she was... Mm-hmm. Or think that she got murdered so that she doesn't have to talk yeah. to him. Yeah, that's in what the, I thought. I thought end, she was trying to make him kidding. go away. Yeah, in the end, the moral of the story is that she's an, she's an evil lady leading on an innocent, right. nice guy. <laughs> she, she was like... <laughs> okay. She was like... She was like, this is better for me and, what was her name, Aurora, her daughter or something like that? Um, That's a, that would be a good poll. I do not remember the daughter. <laughs> no, yeah. wait, no she she said, like, oh, this is going to be better for us. This is going to be a yeah, better Yeah, you are my escape hatch. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I, I under, like, that was sort of sympathetic, but also she was like, oh, this is better. And I'm like, that girl just saw you, this guy yeah. beat his, her no. father to death. Like... I know, but she's a she's not good, you know. Yeah, like, she does it, a bad. thing. To me, it was kind of gray. Right. Like, oh, she got out of the abusive relationship, but not, then no, she also used this too. guy. We, we don't even really know if the guy was actually abusive. We don't. Yeah, that's true. He was coded <laughs> that way. Just, she yeah. might, might have just been not in a happy. Like the guy doesn't fight back when he gets decked by somebody a hundred pounds lighter than him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're right. Like we we don't. Yeah, really know, it's but... a it's a weird episode. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, but that I didn't like how they ep- they kind of led on with the DID and didn't really explain properly what DID was. So I feel like I still don't some know people might. <laughs> so it's basically it's not the same as schizophrenia. It is when somebody creates different identities in their head to detach from, you know, whatever is going on in real life. Um, so so it is often in people who have had you know a lot of trauma going on. Um, I'm not a psychologist, so I can't exactly, yeah. you know. Like I said, I think she's misdiagnosing oh, him, and I think you're right. Like, I think that's just, that's yeah, the point and, of the Yeah, and then the they scene. kind of it's paint it as, you know, is... like, oh, this could have been DID, um, and all people with DID could possibly be not so like this, um, even though at the end... It... I don't think they ever say that. <laughs> I would love it if they just said not so in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I felt um, like, um, because towards the end, he's like, oh, she was right. It was a voice in my head. Um, even though they kind of flip it around at the very end, I felt like they go along with the DID stuff enough that it totally misrepresents what. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't well, think uh, you're right. I don't think they have it. They had like an even handed portrayal of someone who actually had a real me- mental condition. Yeah. I, but I don't think, right. I think they were just fainting at you thinking that he could have something like that. Yeah, I don't think I they were like it's, intentionally it's going for a specific diagnosis. Yeah, yeah, I, get I feel like it's dangerous to identification get so close isn't to that. Right. Um, not that they really meant to do that. Yeah, maybe it's, it's, it's not a good look to you know, to characterize someone like that as crazy or generally crazy yeah. or even ascrib- ascribing a specific condition. Mm-hmm. To it. Yeah, it's bad in that character. Is yeah, uh, I would but like Nick's to not say even paying attention. Everyone in the episode sucks. 
This is yeah, they're bad people. Easily a better first episode than the first episode of the Twilight Zone twenty. Absolutely. It it hooked me immediately. I was like, I'm gonna watch this whole series definitely because it's it's leagues better than almost every episode in the first season. Easy, Oops, easily. I don't know. I liked how well regulated that first one was. <laughs> okay. Uh, it doesn't end with the same <laughs> twist. You want to talk about? So, uh, uh, this one gets a, gets a pop. You think that I'd like that, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Um, He's always been there. You don't understand. But, um, Alex, uh, why don't you tell us what it would be like if everyone clapped for you? uh, Oh, I don't want to talk about about this one. Fuck that. I'll talk about it, but don't you want to talk about a small town? Yeah, I figured we'd go, we'd, uh, uh, I don't want to go around twice. So just talk about the one that you saw that we didn't. Yeah. Okay, okay. So do do the ones you want to talk about. Blah, blah, blah. Right, so um, I also watched one that Cam said that I specifically would have a lot to say about, and he was right. Uh, so this one mm. is called A Small Town, um, and uh, it is it is about a literally small town. Like small... I, now, <laughs> when you're going through, uh, I I believe Cam mentioned to me yes, the twist is the name of the episode. It is literally a very small town, and that yeah, I just kind of dropped that one on Alex because I so, I wanted like to small hear like insane. tiny houses like let, like let downsizing. Okay, let me explain. explain. <laughs> no, no, the mechanics are different. Or wait, yes. Um, what's funny is that Emily said the same thing when she walked in on me watching. Um, <laughs> she said, "What is this downsizing?" So, what is he gonna hate? So <laughs> anyway, uh, it's about a town that lost its uh, mayor tragically. Like uh, she died in an accident, um, and she was like very you know important to the community and helpful for, to the town. And she consistently voted against the town was small. How big was she? To the interstate that completely <laughs> cut off. She <access laughs> was normal size. Was um, she small or was the town small? Shut up. Um, so, what happens is uh, this this town is like going to shit. People don't visit it. Ever. People don't have any money, and there are lots of problems with the town that don't get fixed. Uh, now, this happens to a lot of places. Uh, nobody has budget for infrastructure nowadays. But um, on top of that, this place is just suffering in general because, you know, local businesses, the hardware store, the gas station, the, the diner, they're not getting any business because people don't come mm-hmm. off the interstate through the town anymore. Um, and... So- so far it's the plot so far it's the plot to cars you know actually yes i should have written it on an envelope so i could open it and uh say alex will mention the plot of the movie cars exactly like a like a prediction uh magic trick it would have been exactly like yeah i fucking just in the first segment i'm going to write this down when it happens I will send an email into your inbox. Don't open it until... So, anyway. um, (laughs) uh, The the new mayor uh, that has been mayor for a little while is a a piece of shit who just doesn't help anybody. And the the guy who was the husband of the old mayor, uh, he's been kind of like... He's he's helping the, the church clean stuff out of the attic. And he finds this small replica of the town. And, um, he, yes, it is a small a town. A small town. And, um, oh boy. then he's like, at first he's like, oh, I'm going to clean it off a little bit. And he sprays it with some water like he's going to clean it up. And then it starts raining in the tiny area that he Ooh. sprayed. And something I would like to say all right off the bat before I explain anything else about this episode. This episode is corny as hell. But 
There were lots of episodes of The Twilight Zone that I love that are corny as hell. Mm-hmm. And I th- in a way, I yes. think this one is a perfect uh, Twilight Zone episode in a synthesis of both of them. Because it's like, it's got some new ideas, but not that many. It's it's like, uh, <laughs> it's very much like a um, something that could have been done in the 50s series or the 70s series or the 90s series. Like you, There's nothing about it that is relatable to the way society... Or uh, or technology has changed since '50s Twilight Zone, um, mm. and so uh, like it's just like a plot of him like helping out people without mentioning it. Like he's like he's you know people are saying like oh the helper fixed this stuff and they start to think it's the mayor because they've been suggesting all this stuff for a long time and he's just been ignoring it. And but the mayor's a huge piece of shit, and so he's like taking trying to take credit for this stuff without actually helping. And then the second that something doesn't go right, he's like, well, look, I never said I was uh, doing it and, like, completely turning his back on the town. And the guy eventually just gets pissed off enough to go, like, okay, look, it was me, and I'll show you how I was doing it. He's like, he shows he, uh, like, the and the mayor follows him into the room, and then there's a minor fight when he's like, no, I'm going to, if obviously, if I can change the town, I'm going to turn this place into, it, he says, Alex, he says the phrase New Vegas. No! Um, <laughs> oh no. It, I'm gonna no. turn the, I'm gonna fall out New Vegas. I'm sorry, but it, it, now was the mayor's name Mr. House? No. Okay. No. It could have been. It was Conley. Because right. he's a, well, he's a oh, con man. Oh wow. Uh, they really oh, they really God, you're right. Oh, okay. He's a good actor too. Um but anyway, I liked him. Uh, so in the so they accidentally knock the table over that holds the oh, bottle in the struggle. Uh, which causes, like, a big earthquake, and most of the stuff in the town gets destroyed. But also, the dude's wedding ring falls off, which means that there is a giant hunk of gold in the middle of the town that they can use to pay off I love off this ending. Debt, which is a corny ending. Yeah, that's a very corny so ending. That's great. But, but so that's very good. I love that it. That this episode does not try anything fancy on you, and that is fine. There are no extra twists yes. after the first thing in the first five minutes. It's the name of the town. And um, that's the name yes. of the town, the name of the episode. Like it's that's the biggest twist is that the, 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 the thing that the happens. That's the, the name the of the episode. But like the thing is, it's it's a fine episode. I don't. It wasn't my favorite, but this is if that was like the average, if that was the standard of quality, I think that this mm-hmm. is an absolute success. You know, there's a lot something that comes up a lot with reboots and something that we briefly touched on in the first segment is like, why is this here? Who needed this? Why does this need to exist? Yeah. And the thing about the Twilight Zone is, like, you can do Twilight Zone every 20 years or so because it's just like, oh, it's a new generation of directors have their own little ideas for a 22-minute story or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's just a framing device. vignettes and anthologies. Somebody yeah. in a suit will speak in a, in a well-paced voice about uh, telling you what the plot of the episode is, and then it happens, and then uh, a fucked-up guy uh, looks at the main character oh, again. And then it. that's it. So I... Real quick, I was I was looking forward to this episode um, because so first of all, I, I wanted Nick to right, watch it well, because yeah, I'd like you to of the it, political Cam. angle. Oh, and I'm, I'm not I done talking to about it. The... Yes, you're right, Cam. I, I'm going to get to it. Yeah, but so the political angle I really liked, and Nick is um, very well versed in that stuff. But also, um, when we were watching Westworld for the first time, Nick kept saying that people got into the park by through via shrink ray <laughs> and, the, the, and the park was just very small and that even though i knew he was joking it made me really angry because it was a possibility <laughs> at the time right and i kept yelling at him as he kept saying that that's what it is and they would not disprove him at all as each episode <laughs> as, as westworld season one went on which is a a fine show with a kind of a shit ending um i like 
But um, as Westworld season one goes on, they make a they very much make a point, and uh, it kind of enhances the dreamlike atmosphere or whatever. But they never show you people getting into the park, and the people who are they never swipe their magic yeah, pants. Well, yeah, like people people watch uh, what's going on in the park through looking at a, a diorama, like a, ta- a diorama on a table. <laughs> oh, like, I, um, all right, I see. Yeah. So I, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the real park, and uh, they shrink them down and put them in there. And Cam's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Honey, shut I the hell up. The shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. <laughs> but um, what I, that wasn't even the tangent I was going to bring us on, but real quickly, I thought the ending that would have made this a, a worse episode is there's an old Twilight Zone episode where um, two astronauts go to a planet and they find a small town there of little aliens. Uh. And the guy's like, okay, you can leave me here. I'm going to be this guy, this town's god. <laughs> and it ends up, the town gets mad at him and uh, he fucks up. The other guy they leaves him god. on the planet and then bigger people show up and like, look no. at this small guy Damn. here. Yep. And they oh, pick no. him up <laughs> and they kill him. <laughs> so I was very convinced that that was going to be the end of this episode. That they were going to have bigger big... people controlling the little, the, okay. Yes. I see. And that would have made this a bad episode. Right. And that's why the I like the series. They, they chose not to have a second is, twist. Is stupid is because there's a guy who is materially making the town worse at every opportunity. And then uh, the moral of the story is uh, well, he's just a guy too. It's like Gold. this guy this mm-hmm. guy literally made things worse at every opportunity and he's and he's the mayor, right? And it's like you know, the solution, of course, in this situation is not like a, it's, I'm not asking them to tell people like, oh, vote or whatever. It's like, no, this guy is like a huge asshole <laughs> who causes every single problem in the episode. It's like that of one accidental lights thing. It's so like that when, goose um, game image that just says, I think I will cause problems on purpose. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> so uh, he's, he's causing all of these problems. On purpose. And then... Uh, the guy gets some punitive revenge by crushing his car with a pebble, which is a great little joke. Uh, and um, it's very funny. And chasing and him with a giant petty. spider. And uh, the giant spider might be a little yes. excessive, but it's painted as like, oh well, obviously you're just as bad as him for abusing your abusing your power to to antagonize mm. someone. It's uh, like, I don't know. That's slightly different. I, like I feel like the the way the story handles both those things is like these are the same. It's like you you. I think it's that he's going mad with power, even though he's right to put a big spider and make the guy scared. Yeah, because he like, he can yeah, just not, like not squish really the spider or whatever he, he wants. That guy is going so right. easy on this dude. Cru- crushing yes. a car you that should have killed him a lot another one in a way that insurance claims would probably pay out for. And on top mm. of that, uh, not letting him be eaten by a giant spider, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Like this dude puts a tarantula on the model and has it chase the mare, which is it's a it's a scene that divorced from anything else is like if you cut that scene out and put it up on YouTube, that's like its own Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> it's really good. Um, <laughs> a big spider yes, happened. Uh, so, but the thing is, like, this guy who's only trying to help the town and this guy who is only trying to hinder the town are placed as the same uh, in terms of morality mm. at the end, and the end is so- like. Well, uh, you guys, you guys were too, you guys were too selfish with your powers, and now it's gone forever. But at least you have the gold to pay for it. Yeah, and it's well, like one thing we solved your. One problem. thing I noticed about Mine. this show um, is every episode I have ever watched of not 
not the old Twilight Zone, but this this Twilight Zone seems to revolve around people who seem to be fairly well off. So it's a little bit tone deaf. Mm. Like even if they they seem to be struggling, str- quote struggling with something like um, like the the ovation where she's you know, you know singing on the well, street. She lives yeah, with a well off family. Broke, but she's, she's living broke, with her, her surgeon yeah. sister. Good. They have a yeah. lake house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah, you know. And even in the first episode, we were dunking on the guy's like four hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, this yeah, like comedian. he's not making any money because <laughs> he's, like he's a, a shitty comedian. And he yeah. has like, a... God. yeah, um, yeah. No, that's like, a good episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it but, kind uh, of bothers yeah, me. Like the, it's inclusive. It has you know, black uh, main characters, and it ha- it treats them well. You know, it treats them like normal ass fucking people. Mm-hmm. Right, um, right, right. Socially, it's like uh, in terms of like uh, identity wise, it uh, there's nothing like. Yeah, but with it. like but in terms economically, of like class, I guess they don't class. examine any of that stuff at all. Which yeah, no. is is fine for what the show is, you know, like for the yeah, most but part. it I still feels it, like it's it... something that should come up in this episode. Well, yeah, in I a mean, small town, yeah, where all it, the problems are something caused yes. by the government and people not having money is like something that maybe should factor in a little bit. Yes. To, yeah, to it, point it doesn't one person and go. He is literally the source of every problem uh, I have in my life. No. No, big big spider. <laughs> big spider. No, 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 big spider. Yeah, it, it doesn't um big go into any that. of that, and, and it it just kind of bothered me because like even the characters who weren't supposed to be doing well, like oh, I'm failing, I'm broke, I'm failing my career. They have a really nice house. Yeah, I am going to yeah, um, counter there. my own my, Seb and I's own point here by saying that the saving grace of this episode is that it is only thirty minutes, and if they added <laughs> anything more to it, Hell I yeah. would probably be mad. Uh, so, Absolutely. so what sweet. makes that what made that episode even with my minor complaints something that I will look back on positively is that that story gets in and out without wasting my fucking time, which I mm. cannot say about the first episode, <laughs> the the meat in the middle, or the worst episode of the season, Ovation, which I hope somebody else mm. will introduce. Uh, and I, I also want to talk about um, uh, downtime a little later, but I'll I'll wait for that. Oh yeah, God! This might be like an eight-hour. That's hour fine. Our original one was two hours. Uh, two hours. <laughs> I can do ovation. Really yeah, let's I, let's I blast through because you you pitched this one as the worst one of the worst episodes of TV you've ever seen. I didn't think it was yes. that bad, so, but it wasn't amazing. All right, so here's here's what happened to me is I I. Jensen uh, and Hunter, my former roommates, uh, both watched a lot of these episodes with me of the first season of the re- revival. And um, I started watching the new season with Hunter, and I was like, or I watched the first episode, and I was like, you're not going to believe this. It was good. And they were all like, oh, fuck yeah. no, off, not get really. out of here. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> you wit, you know, you just want us to watch this shit. And I was like, no, I, we've watched three episodes, and I liked three of the episodes like i think they were good episodes and then then i sit them down and we watch the fourth episode because i'm like oh man three in a row pretty good and the fourth episode is ovation so the plot of it is um this uh pop star uh walks into a bus after giving her coin to a street and it was a word it was just uh, it was one word yeah it was one of those one it was one of those one word pop stars it was it was a good name but so the street singer uh acoustic guitar player um is then noticed by a uh guy who hosts some sort of american idol type show played by thomas lennon which was cool 
Um, and he's like, wow, you got it, kid. Uh, I'm going to put you on my damn show. And he does. And uh, everyone loves her song. And they start clapping before she's finished with it because it, apparently that's the premise of this show that Look, she's on. It's I, I get Ovation. them both being really funny comedians, but why would you have Paula Tompkins and Thomas Middleditch on the same episode when they look the fucking same? <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Lennon, sorry. but yes, yeah, they do. Sorry, so, sorry. I yeah, they when Thomas Lennon came on screen, Hunter was like, "There he is, Paula Tompkins." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that is him. He looks weird." <laughs> and then Paula Tompkins comes on I screen. I did the and same. Thing. Like, yeah. Ah, shit. Two, two. Uh, <laughs> slightly older white guys that have mustaches and bow ties in the same episode mm -hmm. and they both do funny voices yes. like it's like and they both wear funny suits and their hair are both slicked back so but um anyway so she gets this coin and everyone loves her and they're clapping for her song and she likes to go jogging in the park so she's jogging with her sister and people are clapping behind so, her while she's um, jogging when when we watched this we watched this a couple hours ago <laughs> um and yeah uh, I was immediately like, okay, she gives a, she gives the coin. I'm like, oh, it's cursed. She's too famous. And he yeah. Cam was just like, yes, you're right. And all right, it was like, all right, okay. <laughs> That's like it. in the first bit of the episode. Shut off the episode there. Yeah. 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 They have the nothing else to episode, say about that. Missed, the only thing you would have missed is the the fun uh, open heart surgery set piece and the oh, and well, the right, get Jordan Peele uh, thing at the end. Yeah. Yes. So. What I thought was, what I, what we were praising other episodes for, which is so bad about this episode, is that is literally the mm -hmm. whole thing. Yes, there's, there's nothing else. Bad. There's no other twist. The twist is that she gets a coin that makes everyone clap for her, and that is the only thing that happens in the episode. Um, so, she uh, gets clapped at <laughs> while she's <laughs> clapped back at. Yes, I think she's Alex clapped she back. gets clapped back. Uh, but while she's running. And then she's getting text messages from her friends that adjust the clapping yeah. emoji. And that's the first point where I was really off the rails. It's like, okay, they're not even going to do just fame bad. They're committed to representing fame as someone clapping yeah. for you. And all that's bad, what's happening to her is anytime someone sees her, they start clapping for her. And, and they it's don't. such a brain-dead, yeah. baby, childish representation <laughs> of an it's idea. It's an insane joke. It's so stupid. It's so one-note and bullshit and boring and just childish. What? And, like, so she's getting driven by a driver, and the driver starts to clap, and you're supposed to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, of course, they're driving in a fully loaded Escalade. You know, the safety features on that. It would have been okay if they crashed. <laughs> It's actually um, a very safe car. I think that, right, that was right. another it's, point yeah, of okay. my, my like, oh, th they don't really go into class here. They're like, oh, the rich have the same problems as the well, poor. And um, exactly. And I, yeah, was, that's a big I, issue I was trying to really sense. unpack this. And I'm like, okay, so like the message here is that if, if fame, fame is bad or like I'm really trying to think any deeper about it. And it's I, I guess they weren't yeah. appreciating her for her talent but she they're just yes. like appreciating appreciating her because she's famous but yes. then when she she gets rid of the coin like she isn't still good they don't care about her anyway so like i don't yeah. know if her music i, I don't know if they're it's trying like to say that she was about. never good it was just magic i, I have no idea yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know it, it just felt very like a very confusing. like oh well being Famous isn't all it's chalked yeah, up to be. Yeah, I think be, it is. It is a very I, LA centric premise exactly. too. Yeah. I think it's like yeah. everyone's trying to make it big. Yeah. Like it's... everyone in this show 
um, writing this show seems to be like very like I mean they're rich they're famous and they're trying to be like ah oh, these are my problems and um, th- I guess this is more for well, my take. L.A. writers, time. I I totally agree with you, Seb, but I I don't think L.A. writers are. No, rich. I no, I feel like maybe like it's us, more of the directors. I agree with I what you're saying. Um, yeah. but I, like in the ovation when I was just very much like. Oh, so she's famous now, and all they do like this is a bad take. It's so hard to be famous. It's not a thing that anyone can relate to. It sucks you don't get like if you're mega famous, you don't get privacy. You're like Mark Zuckerberg on your fucking boogie board, like having (laughs) like people (laughs) take terrible pictures of of you, and you know what? That sucks. But you know, yeah, it's 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 hard for me to accept that like oh that like that's bad. I can't really be sympathetic. Paparazzi sucks. But yeah, and it's... not only can I not be sympathetic, but this story has been, this story is hacked for the Twilight Zone, which is crazy for me to <laughs> yes. say. Oh yeah. Well, we That's were trying to unpack this to too. I'm tr- was really trying to figure out like why this doubloon has this magic power and why this yeah, is the thing they went the with. they don't go the coin at all. It's just oh, the coin makes people like super famous. Like, and then they, they don't even crazy. have a throwaway line about how like oh my my famous grandmother gave me this coin. Yeah, like they didn't like pirate. Yeah, I, I, I don't know or like something that could like have the indicated. Other chick just context, had it. As long as you have something, as long as you have something to say, like <laughs> it's yeah, literal pirate treasure that this, turns this. people famous. It's I was trying so to look dumb. at it closer right, so... and see what it said around the sides, but I couldn't see it. It's like straight out of the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't understand it. The so, fucking Goonies. To move on from this awful episode, she she gets clapped at, and then she's angry about it. And she's like, no, she performs really bad on the show that Thomas Lennon mm-hmm. hosts. And everyone claps for her anyway. And then she goes on Paul F. Tompkins' talk show. And she can't and talk. They can't even clapping. talk to each other. Everyone's clapping mm-hmm. too much, and no one—they can't talk. And then Paul F. Tompkins starts to clap, and then she just leaves. So then, um, I think she goes to the surgery next. And her sister's a surgeon. She's like, "You got to help me." Everyone's clapping at me all the time, and she's in the middle of performing surgery, and they just let her in because you know she's famous. So um, every all the surgeons start clapping for her, except for her sister. And then the Why fucking is her guy he's, chest he's is under open. for surgery and he starts open clapping. Yeah. yeah, he's under anesthetic. His entire he's like... chest is ripped open. <laughs> God. I was almost like, this is I, good. Yeah. I was, I was just upset about it because it was another them. stupid thing in a stupid episode. But it really yeah. is just insane that they went for it. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful so, visual. I think it's maybe the best thing in the episode outside of the... Um, so, you know, it, outside of the reappearance of uh, J- uh, Jordan Peele at the end. Yeah. Uh, what, what, okay, so what so made me enjoy she... this episode is the main character before she goes to Lake's, Lake House and, and goes nuts is very attractive to me. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that was yeah. the best oh, part. Okay, I see. I agree with that. She wears She's really cool and, and she has some like cool her. hair. Absolutely. She's a very attractive and then she, she goes She's to hot, the Lake she House. She has some nice clothes. Yeah. I actually like the song. Oh, the too. song's really the good, song but it's the only song the she plays, and she never finishes it all the way. <laughs> she never finishes like the first yeah. verse. But anyway, so me. she gets rid of the coin with her sister, and she goes to a cabin in the woods where she starts to go crazy because uh, no one. I was, I, I, and she's. I was really hoping that geese so were going to Alex, clap. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that would have made me think this episode is good is she's playing for ducks and birds like and in the stuff. lake yeah and if the birds and 
started to clap. <laughs> that would have been like, so good. The trees were clapping and shit. That would have made the episode good. Like if she's still at the coin. Like, yeah, yeah, I, like, I, oh, I thought let the me coin get away from all and literally the, these start clapping. Like that would be good. It's just mass destruction. Planes are crashing because well, they're clapping. That's, that's, that's another and... thing I at least wanted them to gesture towards. Like I, obviously it's not a, what this episode wanted to be about. But I think it would be a really cool, mm-hmm. weird, dark turn for them to explore, like, the fucked up side of people literally being brainwashed into clapping all the time when someone is near them. Like, yeah, it'd be it a nice should have like, been people, an episode Like, about people standing in the road clapping, getting run over by cars, or hearing the song on the radio and literally crashing. Like, they even kind of do it, yes. but they don't. They almost, yeah, they, and that's the problem with this episode is it has one thought. It has one thought, and it doesn't brain. even take that one far enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fame bad, clapping bad. And then in the end, um, her sister has the coin, and she stabs her. Yeah, she, she's, she's at the lake house, and then she bad. gets a magazine and sees how fast they just moved on from her fame. And then somebody else named Minx has now gotten, you know, famous. So Who they conveniently never show full pictures of. <laughs> yeah, yeah eyes, with some actually very cool makeup. But then, oh, yeah. then they go on, um, she goes back to the city and um finds this minx person attacks her um and Stop, ends up being her sister they, because her sister they, kept they the really coin. they they show it when she's in the lake house they really make a point to show that she's using this big knife all the time like she's stabbing containers oh yeah she's, she's in a very funny stupid way yeah she's got I was, I, my i was trying to figure out like oh are they really gonna have her kill this girl and of course it's her sister but yeah. like um in the lead up to that i'm like oh she's going to see her is she gonna be brainwashed into clapping too because i think that would be at least a way to end this that didn't feel yeah. awful to me yeah as if like oh now she's one of the sheep because she gave up yeah. the chat like, no. the coin. No. they can't even yeah. do that i don't know but it's, nick you want to talk stupid. about that last cameo at the end so we can move on move yeah. on out um so Jordan Jordan Peele at the very end of this episode, normally at the end of every episode he comes back and kind of sums up the themes of the episode. But I think that even he knows that there's nothing to say about this episode. There is nothing nothing to add and no themes left to explore in it. So when he shows up, he almost literally looks up at the camera. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. wow. So instead of saying what anything, wow, seated in the in the cabin, clap, clap. Yeah, he just that's what, that's what he's doing. It's like, oh, even he's under the effect of it, yeah. or maybe. And then he, well, he pulls out the coin. Nick, I don't from, know if you saw it. He yeah, picks up he the coin. Yeah, he puts it away in his suit jacket. So that's why this um, is getting renewed for season three, because everyone, everyone's obsessed. Ah, everyone needs to know what claps. happens to the coin. I see Jordan ah, Peele like that. This is I the actually... only idea that CBS All Access has that's even a little popular. Like, not even, <laughs> not even like super popular, but people are like, yeah, I don't hate it. And CBS All Access is like, Jesus Christ, we got five more seasons. People really hate Star Trek Picard. We gotta, we gotta push something out of there. Um, I actually don't know if it's been renewed yet. I'll um, check on that. But um. but anyway, uh, I I want to give somebody else a chance to talk because yeah. I definitely have plenty to say about downtime. But I'll save that. Yeah, there's too um, much to talk. Um, yeah. So can Alex, I can, can I yeah like? can I break down what was the episode with the museum? What you remember what that was called, Cam? Uh, try, 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 uh, try, yes. Try. All right. Or try, try. So this is again. the second of the two incel episodes in this one. Okay. Um, this yeah. the premise of this one is essentially um, it's Groundhog Day, except uh, instead of uh, well, Bill Murray does the Groundhog Day thing to make the girl fall in love with her, but she doesn't like it uh, because it's actually a shitty thing to manipulate a girl into liking you. 
Yeah. Um, yes. Really? <laughs> and so they kind of, they kind of, they kind of like do that because for the first like half of the or so of the episode, this guy is mysteriously really knows a lot about her and is very suave and always does the right thing and whatever. Um, He's the perfect yes. man. And they're both going through a museum. This uh, the woman who's the main character is uh, preparing to write her dissertation on uh, ancient masks of some kind. Uh, so this yeah. guy kind of... I think it's thematic, but yeah. I didn't pay enough attention to get the theme. Um, so they kind of go through the museum, and he's like, he's weird. You know, he always does the right thing. He always knows what's going on. And immediately, like, as soon as he... There's a very, like, maybe the second or third time they underline this. He saves her from getting run over by a bus. Um, and then he catches a water bottle in a very strange way. And immediately, the second I thought I saw that, I'm like, oh, he's Groundhog Day. Uh, that that yeah, is kind of interesting that they did it from the other perspective, though. Yes. I think... like a, it was like a fucking yes. skit like a million years ago. It's like, oh, Groundhog Day from the woman's perspective would be a horror movie. And it's like, that's one of those things that gets repeated on, on forums and social media and image macros and stuff like that. And eventually, somebody who has seen that is like, no, I could do that. I could actually make it like a thing, you know? I think you could examine most of Bill Murray's movies and say that he's yeah. a liability. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Which is fun. Um, but yeah, so that's what the, what the premise yeah, so is. So essentially, yeah, he's trying to do the perfect thing. And then, like, he uh, very transparently just wants to fuck this girl. Um, and, like, mm. he kind of puts all his cards down at the end. And he's like, well, listen, I, I, you know, I've been trying to do this for God knows how long. I can't escape this uh, hell that I'm in. Uh, I just need to fuck you. And I, I don't know if he's, like, I assume he's actually just a really terrible, uh, really horny, shitty guy. But, like, I don't know. They don't even say, like, if he thinks that's what's going to break his curse or not. I don't remember. I think he just yeah, wants I think he to just, do it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because like, he could try to go to the angle of, like, guilting her into it. Like, if we get in a relationship, even, I mean, he couldn't say, you know, if we have sex, then yeah. I'll be out yeah. of this forever. Yeah. He'd have to, you know, do it in a suave way. But... Yeah, they don't but, go yeah, down that so route. The, like, He's just like, I'm going to The do last this. couple minutes of this get really, like, really creepy, really rapey, very quickly. Um, and yeah. it definitely is an uncomfortable thing. But, like, I do kind of appreciate what they what they were going for with this. But it is a little, little heavy-handed to be, like, the moral is essentially that uh, she is a strong woman and can take care of herself. Yeah. Um, which is great. It's very cathartic when she punches the guy a bunch. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, she beats she the shit out. Punches him like a lot. It's very. They really want you to love that. Um, and then I guess. Oh, also, it's oh, yeah. it's the guy from Spider Man Three who plays Venom. Yes. Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget his name, but it's fun to it's see Topher him Grace. in this role. He's he's really good. Yes. Topher Grace. Um, I like how they get. Topher Grace yes. punches face. And so at the end, at the end of the episode, he. You know they're back to the beginning of the time loop, and he doesn't uh, doesn't save her from getting hit by the car. But of course, oh, she can take care of herself. She notices there's a, a bus and doesn't get killed by it, um, which is yeah. interesting. It's I think this episode is a little heavy-handed, and it was pretty easy. They lay the clues on really thick before they reveal oh, that it's a it, time is loop. Is it even possible to do Twilight Zone without being heavy-handed? Well, it, yes, but I think they've done better. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I yeah. that's yeah, my biggest problem. Yeah, there's being heavy with plan- handed with the plot and then heavy handed with the message. Yeah. yeah. And the acting and, and the acting. Everything. So, like, they're like, 
they, like he has an alarm on his watch that goes off all the time right I before think he does something miraculous enough. yeah yeah that they could have just stopped with that but instead he catches the water bottle and he like tells her he's like just like your friend mark from high school and she's like what and he's like what and yeah then, or you like, already said that no like, no i kinda... didn't and then uh, like yeah. oh the security guard's not going to turn around he never turns around or like he won't turn around for another yeah. two minutes or something like that <laughs> and like they definitely really really underline it i feel like before they want you to know i don't know it's strange because it's got the cadence it's kind of confusing it's when got they the want cadence you to know of a reveal going. when they kind of get to the second half of the episode i think i don't know yeah yeah i now that we're talking about it now i don't even know what the part where you would call other people yeah. you know they kind of just tell you for the whole episode i don't know they just sound like there is one. they yeah, just keep, doesn't have to be yeah they just keep putting hints on you until they assume even the biggest dumbest idiots watching will know what's going on i don't know yeah. there's a i mean there's a point I, where I they show him episode, do though, the time loop a couple good. times but i think it shows it shows yeah. the um difference in the media literacy of people now that you don't have to explain a time loop to people yeah a lot of people have seen this very popular bill murray film yeah even if they haven't even if they haven't seen groundhog day even if you wouldn't call it oh he's getting groundhog day or whatever yeah he's groundhog day understand what a time loop is if you show it like to them twice and you don't have to you know at the beginning of every twilight zone episode rod sterling had to go Okay, so look, I know psychic people aren't real, but if you were, you'd <laughs> other people's thoughts, and that might manifest. Imagine a dimension of not only sight and sound, but of <laughs> He has to walk you through it every time. Yeah, but yeah, He's I don't like, know. Look, I, please, I'm, I'm begging you to have an open mind. <laughs> I like I like weird time travel stuff, and I think that this had a couple fun spins on it that like I haven't seen a ton of. Um, I like that he doesn't get out of it at the end like because they could have very easily like tried to redeem this shitty guy by having him give up pursuing this woman and then that's how he escapes his hell but uh no they're just like yeah i but i think that would have been like undercutting their message that he's shitty and deserves to be in this hell of his own making i think that's what uh what he says at the end but uh yeah i don't know it's it was an interesting episode i didn't like super love it but it did a couple things that i was into yeah i think i have a bit of stockholm syndrome with this show where i'm like oh my god that was eight times better than the last (laughs) season this is really good but i think it's just pulpy and i like i'm curious i'm I'm curious how all of this is going to sit with me because like right now i could say that these uh, episodes would stick with me more than the first season did because I really don't remember many of those episodes except for mm-hmm. a well regulated. No. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll I don't, see. I, I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've seen most of the good ones now. I, I yeah. Mean, there's some other ones that I'd like you to see, but you've seen a lot of the the ones I really like. Hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. That's yeah. If anybody else wants to break down uh, Seth, do you have one that you want to mention specifically so watched? i watched um i think cam were you gonna bring up space daughter no you i'd much okay. rather you because i also kind of wanted to talk, talk about the egg one um i i <laughs> oh the egg one is all right, right. Yeah, yeah, i'll do space Maybe we should just talk about the egg one. um okay so there's um i don't remember what 
number episode this one was, but it was called. Um, it's not really important. Yeah, it's not really uh, it's, you important. You might also but, like, right? Um, no, it. Um, that no, that's that one. The, that's the egg. That's we're the talking egg about space. So a human face is. Um, there's this couple. They have lost their teenage daughter to um, suicide. Um, oh really? I missed. I missed that. They talk Maybe about her swallowing pills, and yeah, uh, okay. we weren't there for her. We didn't know what gotcha, she was going gotcha, through. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so uh, they've lost their teenage daughter to suicide. They're moving out of the old house. Um, and there's a solar flare. The radio comes on talking about, oh, there's going to be a solar flare. Oh, no. Um, and now, then... I, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, Seb. But okay. this was something that I didn't, um, I, maybe I just didn't catch it all the way. Um, mm. There, Of course, the CBS All Access app on PlayStation has no closed captions on this oh. show for some reason. Huh. I don't know if that's universal, but... Um, depending on how you watch it, but I we could not get close captions. Because I was also um, working at the same time. Yeah, I was reading them. Yes, you can't get any. And um, last year when we did the show, they were laughably small, yeah. like <laughs> downsizing Mark Wahlberg's film. Um, but like at the beginning, at the beginning of this episode, on the they have a, like a radio broadcast where they talk about the solar flare. Yes. Um, and I swore they said it, it could be going through the Earth. Yes. Do you remember that? Okay. Yes, they did say <laughs> I that. I thought it was a weird detail um, to say that. Alex is really hung up on the Earth being well, destroyed. Well, okay, so that's actually not... If correctly, the entire Earth was destroyed. <laughs> that's not yeah. actually entirely Interesting, if true. scientifically inaccurate. Um, like, <laughs> a lot of types of radiation can go through things. Right. Um, so that's that's not mm. really... That's a good maybe point. I, but you wouldn't see that thought it was a meteor radiation. shower. No, yeah, maybe I thought like in my head it was yeah. You would you would I, see like the northern lights would be like hitting the atmosphere. If it was a particularly strong yeah. solar flare, you might see you know the radiation hitting the atmosphere, and that would be yeah. the aurora borealis. Um, right, but we're yes, yes, talking absolutely. About Please continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway, so so no, the solar flare does happen. Um, the lights go out, and then they end up finding a weird blob monster eating a table in their basement. Um, so yes. the, the wife, um, who definitely at this point is way more hung up on their daughter's death than the husband. I mean, the husband is kind of like block it out, move on kind of guy. He, he's kind of like, yeah, trying he, he to doesn't, yeah, it. he doesn't want to confront it. He's, yeah. He doesn't want to confront it. And, and his wife is very hung up on it, which I mean, yes. you, your daughter committed suicide. So they're dealing it with it in very different ways. Um, one thing I'd like to note is that he's like, we couldn't have prevented this. She was going through something, and this mm -hmm. just happened. And they underline it later in the episode, but the mom is like, and the daughter are like, I was, it's partially because of the way you guys were acting. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. kind of a mixed they don't bag. They're like, the, the mom blames herself, and the dad is like, we, we couldn't have done anything. Um, but uh, mm -hmm. I definitely don't like how the dad character talks to the mom even before yeah, it's kind of revealed what it's, happened it's weird I, I me and Cam were talking about this a little bit too I it's we, it seems weirdly mm -hmm. coded that the the mom is like like dumb or like he likes to explain things to her in yeah. a strange way Very much. Yeah, it's like, like maybe he's just overbearing but like he's like really like one-on-one -on -one, like let me tell you what's going on yeah that's one thing um what I was kind of getting at with the they don't explore class and they don't explore, you know, what the common man kind of goes through. And a lot of the show seems to still be very stuck in the 60s version of the Twilight Zone. Whoa. Like, especially in the 
the uh, egg episode, like, they really lean on the, like, 50s, 60s, like, conformist kind of stuff. That episode was written by mutant. <laughs> yeah, it, so it, was, that, it was great. It's actually written by an up-and-coming director. Yeah. Uh, Is but, that right? I'd like to pick his brain because what yeah, the fuck is going in, on in that You know, so every funny. house is decorated immaculately and every person is dressed mm. very well. And um, so in this episode, they're in kind of a house. I thought they were like doing like a period piece of like, I don't know, like 20, 30 years yeah. ago just because of the, ho- the way the house was decorated. But they were definitely in the modern day. And the way they're dressed. It reminds they, me yeah. a little bit of very um, old-timey. It Follows with its anachronisms. Yeah. Uh, Having, like kind of weird, weird yeah and he was he was listening to like a boombox like stereo radio and not a normal ass radio but then she pulls out like she pulls out the phone and she's like the phone isn't working and he's like because they turned the internet off and she's like no 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 no, no. the phone isn't working and he's like yeah it's a bundle they turned the <laughs> yeah. phone and the internet off um and i was like oh so they have Internet? I thought this was like 1980, by the way, that everything was decorated. <laughs> anyway. The phone works on the internet, so. <laughs> <laughs> the phone that works on the so internet. Weird. And I was like, no, it doesn't. Um, I love that bit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's a whole other thing from the plot of the episode. Um, so the, the blob monster is eating a table in their basement. Um, and the mom is like, oh, my God, it's her. And you and the dad are like, no, that's a blob monster. <laughs> and she's clearly all kind of <laughs> fucked up in that. That's not your daughter. That's yeah, a blob so, monster. so they, they kind of leave and come back. And, and then the blob monster ends up, it morphs into their daughter in a really weird way. It's kind of like flickering and having trouble with it at first. So they go hide in the bathroom and you're like, oh, obviously that isn't her. And they convince themselves... Yeah, that really isn't her. But then uh, mm-hmm. the blob monster ends up being able to mimic the the girl's like um, voice and everything. And the, yeah, yeah, I I, I, I actually kind of liked this bit um, when they. It was really, really. I think it's maybe the scariest. Oh yeah, the show it was got. like. Is they're locked in the bathroom, and they can hear their daughter who committed suicide outside just saying random phrases that is this when they say have um, thought at some point when they say the fucking the, the psychokinetic uh, the psychokinetic yes. like yeah so so yeah. at first it's it, like mom dad why are you hiding from me why won't you let me in I'm but scared. then it goes into like hey can i go to the park with gabby um and yeah yeah can we get pizza? i feel weird what are you guys doing in there can we get pizza <laughs> i feel weird. i think i figured it out it's so when cl- the solar flare happened it was the psychokinetic and then it repeats the psychokinetic the psychokinetic the psychokinetic <laughs> over and over yeah. again. like a record scratch yeah yeah it's so i really yeah. love that part because it's like an android like booting up and like downloading it, it's like a neural it's network like, okay, trying to work? figure out did they come out okay talk. no new thing um guilt yeah. them into coming out okay no um I'll revert back to what I used to say. Or it was like, uh, maybe if I just act normal, then they'll come out and be nice to me. Yeah. I yeah. really so like that part. It, it ends great. up, o- over time, the mom's like, we have to take care of it. It's our daughter now. And the dad, like, the whole time is like, no, 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 no. Um, so eventually this thing comes down, explains exactly everything, what it's doing to them. Like, and acts like it's been, like, months when it's been, like, 15 minutes. Like... I figured it out. This is what happened to me. 
I turned off my directive. I'm not going to conquer you anymore. I'm just going to be your daughter because I learned how to love through her memories, through your memories of her. Um, And so, like... Fucking fine, I guess. At at the very end, um, the, the dad is like... The mom and the dad are like, okay, I guess you're our daughter now. It doesn't matter. She's dead. If you have her brain, like, if you have all her memories, I guess that's not different and i guess we can try this over again so they go out with her Mm -hmm. um like outside and they walk down the street and every single other person in the neighborhood is like walking with their kids towards something down the street or walking with some or they're like elderly some loved one who is dead and came back and they're just walking this way um so so obviously the aliens won but i was trying to unpack this though like it it's really yeah, there's a strange. Lot of like, problems with this I think ending. they also could be doing like, like maybe I'm ascribing too much credit to this show, but I think it could also yes. be a As like I... a meta fake out that this is just normal people walking with their normal family, but they make no. you think it is. Yeah, and now she finally has the family to walk with. I think is one interpretation of that oh. is like everyone was always walking out, being with their family, and they couldn't do that anymore, and now they could. But I think oh, yeah, I think it's oh, it's right definitely the most obvious read. That's the oh, one yeah. they're going for. Yeah. But like, the alien yeah, is actually them being bad. understated about it just this once has yeah. put a couple ideas in my head. Yeah, I I did like my like that. Like I liked this episode a lot because it seemed very Twilight like Zoney to this, me. This is a this is the kind of like emotional or social horror that I think is something that gets explored more nowadays. That mm. I think is kind of a fun idea. Yeah. I of course am speaking yeah, not totally. from experience because I didn't, this wasn't one of the ones I watched. Yeah. But so what I I like about this one is they really underline it and they don't make it uh um ambiguous that the mom is like I don't care that that's an alien. Yeah, she like outright says I, that. It, yeah, yeah, she my she daughter. says I, yeah, and she's like very self-aware almost, about it too. She says I need to heal. Yeah. And she needs the yeah. second chance so yeah. she can heal. She's, you know, she knows yeah, why like this, I lost she my wants daughter. this to be her daughter. Yeah, I And the dad is like this is an alien. And then he eventually comes around to it, but I really love the mom's arc of just like I don't care that it's yeah <laughs> it, yeah it's my daughter. I, I wish that was the end of the episode, and then they walk out and it's like aliens invaded. Yeah, earth. but no, in, instead on. it's aliens that look like people. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I I thought that was neat. Like it was definitely more sci-fi than like the first two episodes that we watched. Um, yeah, and it was. I like more... it when they go for weird yeah. shit though. This yeah, was, I think was... this was. Less Maybe trying. My I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like this one a lot. This Ooh. one didn't try to shove a message down my throat that I didn't really care about. Like, it was, fame yeah, it was bad. More personal. Yeah, yeah, it was more it was personal. More personal. Like, 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 what would you yeah. do for a second this, chance? Kind of yeah. thing. This should be a lesson uh, in that Twilight Zone episodes with a message can be good and often are good, mm-hmm. but you don't need one to make a good episode. Yes. And I think yeah. that also comes through in the episode that I really like, uh, which I think I'm, I'm going to let Cam close it out because he's going to have a couple to say. Mm-hmm. So I just would like to briefly uh, touch No, but the egg! Say, yeah, we don't usually go to the person who suggested the topic to do a second. So I remember far less of the egg episode than I assume Seb does. So I yeah, do, okay. do you want to right, break right, down right, the right. egg? I'll, I'll, I'll quickly break down the egg episode. Um, and... For our listeners, I know I always say we shouldn't talk over the plot of the thing we watched, but this 
is so to dis- to talk about the message of the episode, I'd, I'd like to get into the plot yeah. of the yeah. episode. So. Right, and because I'm these sorry are if you don't like different. hearing the synopses. Just say, oh, you know, a weird thing happens in this episode because the weird thing is different in every single episode, and the framing device is different, the director is different, all the actors are different. Mm. The only thing that's consistent is the I'm watching it on a streaming service that doesn't work, and the captions looking. are too small. <laughs> and Jordan Peele <laughs> produced it. Those are the only things that are consistent yes. through the entire experience. Captions suck, the interface sucks, and I paid yeah. $6. And so it suppo- even though Cam's elements. paying for it, it's still giving me commercials. Sometimes, like, up to five <laughs> break, which is bullshit. We're using the podcast account. That's I didn't watch I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get any commercials. That's weird. Well, the thing is, I checked it Only out on mobile Nick later, and it didn't give me any commercials huh. there, so it might have been just because I was watching it on PS4. Maybe. No, I, we no, watched it No, and I was PS4 doing it on PC. <laughs> Maybe, I, I don't know. Um. Anyway... Yes, it's somewhat. It's almost like you're stuck in a dimension where only you have to watch. Well, I did hate commercials the most <laughs> in life, media. so when I died, my punishment is to watch commercials for all eternity. <laughs> ah, just like this episode. Um, so the egg episode, which is oh, yeah. called, uh, you might also like. Um, <laughs> Great, perfect episode for a streaming yes. service yes. anthology. Um, just so, perfect. basically, the this episode is about a woman who. Good. Good fucking luck. She's, this is a weird fucking but, episode. Go ahead. Um, so this woman keeps experiencing fainting spells. She thinks she might have a carbon monoxide problem in her house. Um, she keeps going around sniffing stuff like the oven and the fridge and mm. the stuff eggs? like that. Uh, unfortunately, no mm. eggs. She doesn't um, smell the eggs. No, no normal eggs. Um, oh, no. So she has a neighbor come over, and, and the neighbor is like this super superficial kind of person she's she's like quote trying to help but then she's like aren't you excited about your egg so the whole episode they talk about these family eggs their family's eggs which are supposed to make everything better and no what number are you when do you get get your egg what time time do you get your egg my appointment at the fulfillment (laughs) center is one o'clock to get my egg the egg is so sinister now. Yeah, no. so, so the family's egg, egg is supposed to make everything better forever. And th- that's what they say. It's supposed to make yes. everything better forever. This sounds good. And everybody gets And whenever one. this woman questions... Okay. Every, whenever the woman questions, well, what is the egg supposed to do? I'm not even sure what it's supposed to do. Like, everyone Yeah, they're like, it's supposed off. to make like, things better forever. Why are you questioning um, the egg? Yeah. I have a feeling like you should have watched this episode. Yeah. I know, this sounds great. Yeah, they're just... This sounds... It's insane. Uh, this sounds like the yeah. kind of thing that I would have enjoyed. Dude, it was it was really good well, because it, it was so weird and campy, <laughs> and I, I love it. Um, The only part I didn't like about this episode was that the woman's living room was entirely white, and she only had shelves of blue and white china. It was very strange. Oh, my God. God, does she live uh, in an I Ikea? Nice. It look, her house, yes. everyone's house looks like an Ikea in this show, but this this woman's house this especially looked like an Ikea. Anyway. Yeah, but it's supposed to play into like this, everyone's controlled and in a simulation yeah. of that so, episode. So basically, you know, this, like, this woman, she keeps having the fainting spells um, while she's kind of waiting for this egg thing to happen, to, to go to the fulfillment center and get her egg. And while she's waiting for this, she starts to question the egg, and during her fainting spells, she is getting <laughs> commercials sent. Like, she's hearing and seeing commercials for the egg and the perfect family. And she, there's one where she's been crying in the kitchen and her her tears are, like, blue. They look like bleach. And they're like, you might be upset with your life, but at least you know how to choose the proper paper towels. And then they show her, like, wiping up one side <laughs> of the paper towels. 
uh, or the one side of her tears with the paper towels, like in the fucking. Is this Amazon hell? God, it looks like Amazon hell. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, so eventually, she she gets the idea after calling some uh, like astrology lady. Um, she's like, oh, I could just tie myself down. Like she she has seen like a video of herself on a baby monitor that she unpacked because um, she she had previously delivered a stillborn child so she has like an entire nursery of like unopened baby stuff right, um so she's the egg no um so she fills or fills well, um yeah. films herself also, yeah. <laughs> during one of the fainting spells and she's like floating out towards a window um, oh no she's yeah. so yeah so i said the other episode had the scariest moment but this one gets into some serious poltergeist hereditary shit because she's floating like michael jackson leaning drag <laughs> through the frame okay like on black and white and it's really yeah. it's spooky um it's, it's so some spooky so stuff. she george she would love it gets this idea she's gonna tie herself down so she can't get through the window um so she does that she ties herself to a chair and the chair blocks her from going much farther out the window and she ends up in a tree in her yard and is kind of stuck there and she finds out there are these aliens who have been trying to abduct her. And they, they all look like super campy 60s aliens with the big brains oh, and like yeah. a well, big cloak that sh- they're wearing. And they all have one so mind. I've been, I've been doing they're... a little bit of research on this uh, while you guys have been talking. Yeah. Uh, I hope I didn't spoil it for myself yeah. too much. But um, this episode is a canon sequel to the Twilight Zone episode To Serve Man. I have not seen What? That. Yeah, so it's the same what? alien design. That's why they look like that. No is it's way! The design that's from, crazy. It's literally that's a sixties design. Of um, alien. So they all they they have a shared well, I, mind. I don't think they. And there's actually a joke there, which I was kind of like eh, about, but it was still kind of funny. Where one of them was like, "Well, he was talking, so blah da 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 da," and or that one of them uses <laughs> "I," and another one is like, "Be careful about your pronouns," um, because they they're yeah. they're supposed to be using "we" and "us" because they are all one. Oh, there's it's a great cool. joke about that in uh, one of the Discworld books where there's a collective that is, like, a hive mind. And then one of them says, I'm going to get that guy. And then it's like, what do you mean, I? And then he instantly poofs out of existence because <laughs> he, he activ- accidentally expressed an individuality. Uh, Did we lose Seb? Oh, yeah. Oh, she's back. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Hi. My I, I hit my microphone and I think it, like, cut off my recording slightly. Yes. Um, but, uh... So, basically, these guys all talk with one mind, and the way they talk to each other is kind of funny. So the woman is like, oh my god, you're aliens, you're abducting me, what are you doing? So they take her to her, she, she's like, can I talk to your leader take or something? Take me to your leader. Can I talk to your supervisor? Yeah. Because she's a fucking Karen. <laughs> um, so they take her to her oh no her it's not soup is it the supervisor explains <laughs> oh no, all right it's not because it, because you said to serve man okay. now i'm thinking of the heckiest most insane thing it could be and it's like the cook <laughs> i don't think they really yeah, serves the human man um but yeah go ahead yeah um anyway so uh my uh, uh blah, blah, me uh you were talking about the supervisor <laughs> um yes Yes, the supervisor is, so their leader explains that, oh, we want to conquer Earth. Um, We've been watching your TV commercials to find out what you want. Um, We're really disappointed that you guys all have free will and you're not all one mind. So we've decided to eradicate you. 
Um, and we're beaming uh, commercials into your brains so you all get this egg. Um, and then and then the the it ends up the egg is like I guess aliens that are hatching and eating it's people. It's so insane um, like, at the end. Just, it's it's though. nuts. I, I kind of love that. Yeah, but then at the end, <laughs> at the end, the woman, the um, I think her name is Jane. So Jane, the main character, is like, actually, I want to go back and get my egg. I changed my mind. I'm going to get the like egg, egg after all. And they're like, y- you you, know the egg's supposed to eradicate mankind, right? And she's like, yeah, but I think I want my <laughs> egg now. Um, so she goes to the fulfillment center, gets and she's just, like really happy, like running towards the fulfillment center at the end. Well, there's like... You know, other people try doing that. They've all got their eggs. There's like fires in the background. There's literal <laughs> UFO, like saucer that, UFOs God. flying in the air yeah, over like the fulfillment center. It's great. <laughs> it is. Good. Oh God, it was great. It was the campiest shit, and egg? I loved it. I'm so it. glad you watched oh, that this one. Is, this is about my there there <laughs> were so many layers to this episode, but it was so good. It was very I'm good. I'm so glad you watched that um, one because I wouldn't have even bothered to bring it up because I yeah, don't think I, I could have ever described I had, it. Yeah, I had initially tried to watch the um, the Catholic school episode. Mm. The the I guess she's psychic. Yeah, Nick saw um, that one, but he keeps getting up and leaving yeah, the show. I, so <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, I I watched like the first five minutes of it and I got super that... cringed out like. At, at the first, the, the like, girl trying to introduce herself, she's like, I like Indian food and memes, and I'm like, uh. And then all the other girls were, like, making fun of her and, like, throwing notes at her head, and I'm like, who does that? Like, nobody actually does that. They cyberbully now. They don't do yeah, that. It's, it's um, microaggressions. And, um, don't just straight up bully yeah. someone. Also, they're, they're in a private Catholic school. I don't know if this actually happens. Maybe this happens just because they, they want their kid to go to, like, a good school but there was like a muslim girl there and i was like a muslim girl in the cabin uh, don't school? think about it too much it, they basically go to sub huh? hogwarts but uh, <laughs> wow. that one's a pretty good episode actually the egg one um, sounds so wild. it has a lot of i can't believe one. i missed that you would like the egg one dude the egg one is so you guys good. would all like the egg one. I, in retrospect i should have asked you to watch it but i'm glad you guys got it some yeah. other perspectives i'd like to talk about yeah. eight and the witchcraft episode but i don't want to talk about the entire series if you liked if you thought any of this sounded interesting, I highly recommend this season. I think it was really fun. Yeah, and it, I think even, it's, yeah, yeah, even way ones better I didn't than the last like, one. I think we're still a good way to spend like 30 or 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Gather your friends and scream the, what you Yeah, exactly. Just try and call the twist half the it's, time, and you'll be right most of the time. It's very fun, and you're, you might get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not so hard to get, unless it's the egg right. episode in which you'll never... Yeah, I always had, like, one or two things I thought the ending would be, and it was normally that, <laughs> except the egg episode, where I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going yeah. on. Yeah, it's. I think they really did a lot better with this season. Yeah, it was an improvement. Clearly. It'll never I, take the place still all of... over the place, but the average is much higher in this season. Yes. And, like, it'll never replace original Twilight Zone for me because of the dramatic way that that's done, but... I think I do like this more than Black Mirror to to bring up a mm-hmm. comparison that maybe could be a whole episode, but Black Mirror mm-hmm. is less on the nose, but more happy yeah. with oh, yeah. it. It's, uh, it's tough, difficult to describe. <laughs> phone bad. Um, phone bad. What if a guy had to fuck a pig? That would be fucked up. And then you're like, well, okay, David Cameron well, did do that. <laughs> David who? Yeah, we're almost. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple more that we didn't get a chance to talk about. They seem pretty good. I I think the 
Yeah, altogether, I think we watched yeah. most of the I think the eight episodes yeah. sounds wild, and I'm sure think... that is fun. Joel yeah. McHale is the action mm-hmm. hero in that one, which blew my fucking mind. He... I love when they get good, renowned actors for this. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um, I like seeing them in this. Yeah, I mean, look, I've got, I've got something to say about every single episode of this season that I saw, and I didn't watch all of them. I didn't see the egg one. I didn't see... Um... <laughs> Uh, there's, I didn't see the time loop one. Yeah. Um, the time loop incel. I didn't see time loop incel. And there's one with a guy who can switch consciousnesses. Is, is, oh, I, I forgot about yeah. that one. Um, I, I watched that one yeah. pretty much oh, blacked out. Uh, <laughs> so I, did, yeah. I don't remember Alex anything was about done, it. And I, I tricked him into it. He, we were both pretty drunk and I was like, I'm just going to put this on. And, uh, but that one's a good one. That's one of the ones yeah, I would I say is good. I haven't seen that one, but, um, uh, I would say that. When I first started watching this, uh, because of Cam's recommendation, I got through episode one and episode four, the two one, the first two ones we described, uh, Ovation, and um, the uh, and, and Meet in the Middle. Middle. And I sent uh, I sent a message to the group chat that I'm like, which one of these are supposed to be the good ones? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, I was frustrated uh, with that with it. And then immediately after, I watched uh, Downtime, which again, I'm not going to get into specifics of, but it is a the only one that Jordan Peele wrote, and it is ah. a very good episode. Oh, yes. really? I'm surprised mm. you liked that one. I wasn't really into that one, but we'll talk about that in person or maybe. It gives me hypnospace vibes because a lot of it is focused around dreams, and you can tell because the dialogue's yes. all fucked up. They say things that don't make any sense. Nice. In in the that, way that, that you hear things in a dream. That gummy likes going back in style. So, that gummy like <laughs> we all jumped yeah, on it. Everyone, <laughs> all just say Twin Peaks. Everyone from Canada is either a hooker or a hockey player. Uh, so what team did your mother play for? <laughs> that suit you. Uh, <laughs> and then you know, like it's like huh. that's not a real expression. People in real life don't fucking say that. And uh, all of, all of this lady sentences don't make any sense. But that's just one small deal detail about the episode that I like. And I could go on and on because there's a lot to say about this, which is. That's my best compliment I can give this this season of this show is that there is a lot to say about it. So many of these reboots or streaming revivals or whatever, there is nothing to say about them. I have absolutely nothing to mm-hmm. say about uh, the Netflix reboot of Lost in Space except I don't think the robots are that hot. I mean, <laughs> like, like it's they're not that not hot. That hot. He's a little hot. A little but, um, hot. But uh, a like bit. it's just. I'm happy that they were able to have some kind of value, some kind of ideas, some kind of anything that makes this worthwhile. Like the fact that we were able to go on for an hour about all this is like is enough, you know. Like, and I, th- I thank you, Cam. I wanted to thank you for mm-hmm. recommending it. Um, yeah, I'm so glad that you guys uh, gave it the time and were able to watch it and with this streaming service. And thank you to the Patreon for letting me fund them that's six dollars or i've actually had this interrupted for three weeks so thanks for that but uh it's a i really like the show and as soon as i saw it i was like i need to make them talk about yeah. this again so if there is a season three then you bet your damn ass we're talking about it you bet your whole damn egg oh. we're talking about and if you wanted to make us talk about bet something then you could contact us in a number of ways but our the our preferred method yes. of communication is is through the egg. If right, send, right. Talk, uh, whisper egg into the egg, and we will do it. Um, you do have your yeah, egg, you, right? You gotta get the egg. Just send us, send no, us a TV commercial. But our preferred method of communication is 
through email and you could send your ideas or episodes or your <laughs> your favorite uh, twilight zone episode your favorite twilight zone episode your complaints uh about the logistics of the uh monster in eight or uh, anything you know any any kind of comments on what we said or if it's morally okay to make terrorize someone with a big spider <laughs> you could send it to <laughs> please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com uh now we didn't receive any emails this week but we did receive a communication from a past interviewee on the show b uh now wow uh, b is uh the uh artist of a ghost story which we did a little earlier on this year as uh, one of our episode topics and she said hey I just remembered. Uh, hold on, let me let me see if I can find the exact tweet. Yeah, you need yeah, the exact wording. I do, I do need on the this exact wording funny. on this thing. Uh, this will all yes, be cut out. Um, hey, if you guys need something to torture yourselves with for your podcast, I just remembered you should be forced to watch Riverdale. IMO. Now, <laughs> she went into more <laughs> specifics after this, but that's already. This is a perfectly acceptable way to contact us. Um, yeah, on Twitter at please don't. Yeah, cast. If you just have an intrusive right. thought. Please don't cast. That, uh, thinking of something uh, you want us you, to see. Like if you do this kind of thing to us, like we're always going to respond. Like it's one of those things. Yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, we burnt through six suggestions in a month just because right. they're so piling up. So now we're kind of building up. We're a, waiting we're for them to pile up, up backlog again. again, which is great because it means that uh, even if nobody listens to the show for the next eight weeks, we'll still have content. Um, <laughs> now. Uh, I'd said, uh, you know, you spoke it into being when she said uh, that we we should watch Riverdale. And um, she said, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, you should watch season three, which is the most batshit insane. There's no way we will be able to watch all of season three in a week, but it's a ways off. So uh, we'll think it will burn that bridge when we get to it. Uh, and she says the first season <laughs> is so comparatively unremarkable compared to seasons two th- uh, two through two and three. Season four sucked because they had to cut it short because of the virus. But both seasons two and three are about two different serial killers. But season three is about Dungeons and Dragons what? moral panic and a drug called Jingle Jangle. No. no. So I haven't read Archie, but I have been doing Jingle Jangle, <laughs> uh, Jingle Jangle for like months. Um, now, I, I every single thing I've heard about this, and I uh, B was tweeting about this when she was watching it the first time, and I I, I was like, this this is not a real show. This is something that. People have made now, it. This is the, I think, this what, what, I'm sorry, whenever I think Archie, my mind just goes right to Bazooka Joe, which is not the same thing, I would assume. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's oh. the serial killer. He blows people up with his bazooka. All right. I, that could be true, no. I should say, um, guessing. I have read a couple of Archie comics in my lifetime, so it would be fun yeah, to I think so. We will need your help. We get to that. We've got some other suggestions to get to first, but thank you so much, B. Uh, this was yeah, that's, a, that'll a be fun. Great, great idea, and uh, we will be getting to it. But if you wanted to um, torture us, you could also vote to on how you wanted to torture us, although that poll is over at yes. this time. But next month will be coming soon. <laughs> um, uh, you already heard in the break what we're doing for uh, next week's Hazardous Materials, but last month's episode on Ready Player One is up right now, and we had a blast with that one. Uh, I am still very proud of how that turned out. Cam was yeah. who edited it Wonderful. and hosted it. Did a great job. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you. And uh, With many questions uh-huh. answered by my followers. I had a lot of fun uh, re- doing some dramatic reading in that. And uh, hopefully <clears throat> I won't need to do any dramatic reading for uh, this, month's, um, this month's hazardous materials. But 
we are, are going to probably have fun with it regardless, even if it is total torture while we were experiencing it. The episode will be the fun part. Yes. Um, now. Mm. Sure, it will. Uh, we, that, but that's this month. What about next week? Yeah. And mm-hmm. next week, we are calling mm. back to a joke that I hope I have already pulled up the clip for and played, because without context, it doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> Much like a lot of the things we do on this show. Right. Now, at the yeah. beginning of episode 36, which I would 36. like to stress is in December of 2018. Oh, my God. Oh wow. my God. Uh, <laughs> We're finally making right. good on our promise. Uh, we... We uh, right, George was still here at the time. You know, we, I had just moved into this apartment wow. that I'm now moving out of, uh, and um, but like, uh, we were sitting down making a bunch of jokes about the movie downsizing, but specifically because we had the mistaken impression that Mark Wahlberg was in it instead of Matt Damon, who was yes. the actual protagonist of the movie. Now, I, we went on for this for so long and it infested so much of the episode that I had to record a. Sp- I had to record like an apology at the beginning to explain what the fuck we were talking about. We don't explain it at any point during the episode. Like, why are they like, I don't think we remember the name of the movie. We were just talking about like, what if Mark Wahlberg was really small and none of that's true. Like, none of that is how it works. Oh boy. Like, it's one of those things that um, because we were so mistaken on and it has come up so many times that, again, like, oh, something really tiny. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's a, a small town, that, uh, perhaps. It's a what good is thing it? Mark Wahlberg size? It's like um, <laughs> for all I know, this movie is completely unremarkable. But our $50 patron, aggressive consumer, suggested that that would make for a fun episode. And I think they are right. <laughs> so we we owe it to downsizing. <laughs> <at least. laughs> Thank you, consumer. To get it right, we have to Cam correct the record. The name of the star of this movie wrong six we times in consume. the past two weeks. I have tried to, as a joke, get it correct and still got it wrong. So we'll see how yeah, if we'll I see Mark Wahlberg's breakout hit down the side. Ant right. Man, Ant Man we'll three. Days go by until next week when we see you again. <laughs> This is not my song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next week. Everyone. This is not my song. At long last, the love has arrived. I thank God I'm alive. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes.